0: Smell what the Rock is
1: cooking. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition, but a special edition of If You Smell What the Arch Is Cooking. I'm your host, Archie Mitchell, but I'm certainly not flying solo tonight. No. The Joey Styles of the Weekend, Wrestle Podcast and WrestleNet Radio, needed some friends to talk about WrestleMania, so I have invited... From the We Can't Wrestle podcast and uh, and the year that, well, was, slice of time, excuse me, Nate Maxson. Hello, everybody. And I have also invited from the year that was and Reliving the Extreme and the We Can't Wrestle podcast, his brother, Aaron Maxson. Hello, everyone. And
2: thank you for inviting me.
1: Oh, no problem. So tonight we are talking about all things WrestleMania 39, nine, both night one and two. We're going to give our thoughts, our opinions, our uh, rants. And then at the ending of it all, a couple of my buddies from the Nothing But Trouble podcast are going to be joining me. And you'll hear what we thought about the whole uh, ending of WrestleMania Night 2. But we'll get into that later.
3: Nate, what do we got going on tonight? Well, yes, this is a collaboration of not only If You Smell What The Arch Is Cooking, but also the We Can't Wrestle podcast. And the reason I wanted to do this on Archie's show is this is mainly the show on our podcast network that covers the week-to-week modern product. Right. We don't don't talk about the modern product a lot on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. So I figured it apropos to be on Archie's show. And then I will also release this for those listeners of the We Can't Wrestle podcast to listen to as well, to get Aaron and my and Archie's opinions of this past weekend's WrestleMania 39 in California, and it should have been WrestleMania goes Inglewood, by the way, right, because SoFi right. Stadium is actually in Inglewood. Inglewood always up to no good. My wife, who's from California, said the same
1: thing. She's like, SoFi is nowhere near Hollywood. Like, how <laughs> dare they? You know, but we we're dubbing this episode that we can't hear what the arches is, is, uh we can't, we can't smell what the arch is cooking episode. We must um, have COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have no sense of taste. <laughs> so go ahead, Nate, tell us what our first
3: matchup was for night one. All right. Of course. And and I, I am calling this year's WrestleMania, a tale of two WrestleManias. Yes. And uh, we will surmise that as we go through the show. I thought that first of all, um, the production this year, the stage, was one of the cooler stages that we had. Yep. That thing was years. fucking gigantic. Yeah. Yes. I wanted somebody to come down the stairs. I was <laughs> yeah.
1: waiting for somebody to make that long walk down those stairs.
2: No, like, like usually they... Like I say guys, I don't want to, like, monopolize the conversation or whatever. No, go like, right ahead. But usually, like, when they're in stadium shows, they try to... Um, Minimize showing you the size of the fucking ramp, and right? The entrance, but they didn't on this one. It, it, it this WrestleMania stage, they allowed you to see how fucking gigantic it was and how long it took those people to get to the fucking ring. Yeah. Every entrance was five minutes long, even if they didn't want it to be. Guys
1: that were running were were out of breath by the time they got to the right. ring. Yes.
3: So yes. Yeah. Well, of course, we started off with uh, the Miz and Snoop Dogg as the hosts, and uh, I thought that they had a decent chemistry together. Snoop Dogg's yeah. one of those. What well, Snoop Dogg's one of those people that I say is a, a positive wrestling celebrity. I don't groan when I see Snoop. I agree. Yeah, because he likes it
2: and he understands it and he knows the bit and and he's a fan.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, and I agree. I, I thought he and Miz had good chemistry. Um, so that was what it was—the the introduction to WrestleMania, of course. Uh, right. the, the and I would
1: say, oh, go ahead, go ahead. The Miz and Snoop Dogg sunglasses and the Miz's tuxedo was fantastic. Yeah, I mean he looked like a WrestleMania host. That's the way a host should be dressed. Exactly.
3: You know? Yes. So,
2: and, and not saying when I say this, not saying Snoop Dogg, but Miz is, and I know there's a lot of there's a lot of people that in the business that are more, um, how do I say it? Like better at cutting promos, whatever. He's the best heel in fucking wrestling. I agree. When he turns it up, he's the best. Like that dude, that dude is fantastic. He can do whatever role you want him to fucking play. And I think he's an underrated fucking talent. In my opinion.
3: I agree.
1: He doesn't get the respect he deserves either.
3: I agree. He's he's going on 17 years with the biggest wrestling company in the world. And he's still there. And he's navigated the Sharks. And you got to give him credit for that. Yep. I agree. The opening match for WrestleMania, of course, was for the WWE United States Championship. It was John Cena and Austin Theory. And uh, my first note is um, Cena has become, there is, a, 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 it's crazy to think of because, because of our age or what have you, but I try to, I try to rationalize this with people that of our, are of our age that still want to hate on John Cena. First of all, he is one of the greatest of all time. Agreed. It's actually, secondly, secondly, okay. and real quick, just to make my point. And and I have a, I have a daughter that's 24. I have a son that's 19 or that's 21. I'm sorry, and they're not wrestling fans. They haven't been since they were kids. They kind of you know they stopped watching it with me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm waiting for a grandkid. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, there is an entire generation of people now that and of wrestling fans that John Cena is their Hulk Hogan. Yep. They, they don't they, they, didn't, they didn't they didn't live through Hulk Hogan, they didn't even live through Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. John Cena is that guy now for an entire generation of fans.
2: Yep. And that's what I was gonna ask. Was when he came out and they talked about the make-a-wish shit and all that. I shouldn't say shit. I'm not saying that as like mm-hmm. I'm saying that's that that's something that he should hang his hat on, you know. Yep, <clears throat> I think even though he's not my favorite wrestler of all time and there's guys that I enjoy more than him. I think John might be the greatest WWE superstar of all time. I agree. And recognizable. He's that name
1: that when you hear it, even if you didn't watch a minute of wrestling, you go, Oh, I know who John Cena is the way we did with Hogan in the eighties and Austin in the nineties, you know, and I have to say something. The minute I saw the Make-A-Wish kids on the stage, I went, oh, Cena's winning. This is John. John Cena is not putting anybody over because those kids are there to see John Cena. And then they threw me a total another. which, by the way, the match was fantastic. It was like mm-hmm. watching John Cena fight himself in a mirror when he first debuted as the prototype. You know what when I mean? He,
3: when was his last match? Uh, His last match was he, in he January. That, he, yeah, he did that tag match. That's right. Yeah. So when was oh, his last yeah. singles match? Do you remember? I think it was when he fought Roman. Okay. So for not having a singles match for let's say what that was three years ago. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was great, and right? he's he's not in ring shape anymore. He's in Hollywood shape now, and there's right. a difference. There's a big difference between ring shape and Hollywood shape. He wasn't tanned. He looked less swole. You know, yeah. like you said, Hollywood shape now.
1: And he didn't. He looked like an older version of himself. And then you have Austin Theory to the right of him that looks just like him when he debuted. So it's right. like, damn, this is what we needed. This is perfect.
2: Yeah, you and I, 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 and I respect Cena going in there not trying to like, you know, do what the people before him did, where they were like, like like Cena didn't try to like hide the fact that he has a bald spot, right? He has this. He has that. You know, as what did Chad call it A fucking yellow yamaka. Is that what he said <laughs> But I, I think I think Austin Theory Has a lot of upside Yes. Yeah. But the only thing That I hate with like Modern wrestling stuff is Just cause a guy looks like somebody Doesn't mean he's the next guy
1: No I agree I agree. It's going to be a while before Theory truly proves himself because he's still somewhat green in the ring. Being in there with Cena, Cena was able to be a ring general and keep that kid on pace. But when he's in there with a Seth Rollins or in there with someone younger, he does, you know, have a couple of little boxes here and there, but they're excusable.
3: Subliminally, subliminally, without us realizing it, because a lot of things that a lot of booking decisions that happen in wrestling in the moment we as wrestling fans boo-boo it, right? Right. So what, what happened in the past um, – well, let's so, so say since July when Hunter took over as the booker. What Hunter did was he said, Vince was high on this guy, but I need to vet him. Is he really right. that good? So then you got all the stuff last summer where he was kind of jobbed out or made to look Lost silly by Brock Lesnar. Right. Yes. Right. And essentially what he's done over the past six to seven months is he? He pretty much got vetted, you know. Is that? Is this guy really one of the next big stars? And I think they have finally decided. Oh. Yes, he is. You, and, you remember?
1: You remember in the eighties when somebody would debut Nate, and then their gimmick was kind of cringy, so they take them off the TV for two months and then re re give them a new gimmick. Yeah, you know. Well, we got to watch that live on television with Austin Theory,
2: right? Because
3: we got because, to see him go yes. through that
1: transition.
3: Because yeah. modern rest, modern wrestling is live every week, week to week. Right. It's not like it used to be; it's right. different. So I think that what has happened is he proved himself, right. and he proved himself enough to essentially what John Cena did this weekend for Austin Theory is what Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho did for John Cena when he first came yes. up. Yes, they he passed the
1: torch. You know, he went out on a high note. It was a great match. They went twenty minutes. What 50-year-old what, what could say they went 20 minutes in the ring still and didn't look, you know, uh, out of breath or out of shape or what? He looked great. Mm-hmm. And Theory proved himself, got a major win on at WrestleMania 39. And even though it wasn't clean, it's what his character called for. It needed to be a dirty
3: finish, in my opinion. Exactly. You know? Well, we followed that up with the four-way tag team match, The Street Profits against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, against Alpha Academy, against the Viking Raiders, and my notes on this, I didn't have like a bunch of notes on it other than this is one of those matches where I have to say everybody involved is really good. Yes. But it was a spot fest. It was it was intended to be a spot fest. And there was some, again, there was some good shit. There was some stuff where I rolled my eyes. There was a lot of the, oh, everybody, all, it's like the Keystone Cops. Everybody's got to get into place so somebody can do a dive off the rope into everybody and blah, blah, blah. A lot of staging. And, again, I'm not I'm not dissing any of the talent individually. And as tag teams, they're all great. But this was just, it was just a spot fest to me. I thought the, cre- the finish was really creative.
1: Yes, I agree. What I will say is I went into this matchup, when I heard it announced, I went, Jesus Christ, we're getting a filler SmackDown match on WrestleMania. It was mm-hmm. not a WrestleMania-worthy match. But then, a couple guys really stood out in that match. Uh, Angelo Dawkins of the Street Profits knocking down Braun Strowman when he was doing that train thing, mm-hmm. like a football player. I went, damn, maybe he's not the Barclay City you know what I mean? It was it was great, yeah. and Ricochet pulled off some really good moves.
2: Oh, that so, su- that
3: su- that suplex spot with Chad Gable and Braun Strowman. Yeah,
4: damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like,
2: him suplexing Braun Strowman was fucking nuts. Um, the end. It wasn't quite the end, but that um shooting star press that Ricochet hit.
1: Yeah, the shooting star press spot with Ricochet was fantastic, Aaron.
2: Yeah, I just I enjoyed everything about this match, and I have never like in his first run. I wasn't like a Braun Strowman guy. Okay, right. like, I, I didn't enjoy him, but I enjoy him in this type of environment. Like hit like him starting a team with Ricochet. I was like, this fucking work. For me. Yeah, it really does. It really does on some odd level. It's the most
1: makeshift it's, tag team, but they're working. Yep.
3: Yeah. It's almost like uh it's almost like the dudes with attitudes with Sean and Diesel, you know.
1: Yeah, you got this
3: you got the smaller, and I'm not comparing these two guys to Sean Michaels and Kevin Nash, but I'm just saying they're, they're, you know, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the dichotomy of their styles, you know, Ricochet can go in and do the high spots and, and fly around, and then Ron right. Strowman can bring in the power and put the hammer down, you know. And but they look really
1: similar with the bold heads and the, and the beards. Yeah. You know what
3: I
2: mean? <laughs> but Nate, with you go saying. Ahead, like, oh, was this, saying- no, I was just saying, with like Nate saying, like, oh, this match was this, that, and everything. I, I super enjoyed this match. And, i thought everybody in the match played their fucking role, and it didn't seem to me like a um, choreographed spot fest. Like, in my notes, and I don't want to be like an AW hater or an indie guy hater or whatever, but it's like if you want to watch... If you want to tell these guys hey do your spots do your whatever watch this and realize how it can all make sense right and right. i'm gonna people- back i'm gonna back Aaron up here
1: at ring of honor the night before ring of honor had a pay-per-view super card Dante Martin broke his leg because of an unplanned spot where he went through a table and missed the table completely. And he literally broke his ankle and leg. Now you look at WrestleMania. Now that was in a four-way match as well at, at ring of honor at WrestleMania four-way match. They had some crazy unplanned spots, but guess what? Everyone walked away scot-free.
3: Mm-hmm. So they know what they're doing there. You know what I mean? Um, so. The next match we got here is, um, with Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, um, uh, <laughs> my few note, a few yeah. notes here, a few awesome. notes here. Um, first of all, uh, Seth Rollins came out dressed as Rihanna from the Super Bowl, and then and then Jeff Jarrett, and then Jeff Jarrett, um, and I am, I am, <laughs> I am a Logan Paul advocate at this point i think that i
2: am so su- i super am but go he
3: ahead. he is and you guys know everybody knows and we'll get to him later on that my favorite like non-wrestler dude in the wwe is pat mcafee but as far as a as pat mcafee is my favorite non-wrestler quote-unquote personality logan paul has the ability to be a great full-time professional wrestler He has the athleticism. He has the look. He has the attitude. I thought this match was fine. Um, I I did for, because I'm not, um, I'm 44 years old and I have no fucking idea who's a, who is a, what's the word they use? Influencer. I don't, I don't even have TikTok on my phone. I never will. So when, when the, when the energy drink first took its mask off, (laughs) I thought it was our truth. I have no fucking idea. I was was like, our truth? I, I have my no buddy, idea. I have no idea my, who KSI is. Yeah, no my, idea. my I, buddy was I, like I was my buddy's like, that's, that's, Yeah.
1: My buddy's like, that's KSI. I'm like, who the fuck is that?
2: <laughs> you know?
1: He's like, oh, it's Logan Paul's business partner. I'm like, why is he there then? I don't get it. What does this mean? You know, but see, all right, you guys are are obviously saying how much you like Logan Paul. And if, if you listen to this I mean, show, ladies and gentlemen, you know where I stand. Yeah. But I will say this you've both heard me say something in regards to john cena i'm not a cena wrestling fan but john cena the person i dig very much Mm
4: -hmm.
1: he is one of my favorite people because of the make-a-wish stuff his movies are actually very funny and i enjoy john cena outside of the wwe recently i've enjoyed his his actual wrestling ability too but with logan paul i enjoy his wrestling ability he's one hell of an athlete but logan paul the person can't
3: stand him. See, I guess I don't I don't know enough about him to know whether yeah. I do or not. That's actually Just, my first note. It's like I don't know what Logan
2: Paul did before he got into professional wrestling, but he shouldn't do anything else anymore.
1: Would you like to know what he did to gain the hatred of the worldwide audience? I give sum it up in a couple of words. Logan Paul was an influencer and he used to make videos going to different places to like, you know, like show off and whatnot. And one of the places he went in Japan is a forest and the forest is known as suicide forest. Why is it known that? Because that's where people go to kill themselves. Not joking. And as he was filming the video, there was literally somebody hanging from one of the trees, hung dead for two days. And Logan Paul began making fun of it and people on his stream, because he was on live stream while he was doing it, said, how could you make fun of somebody killing themselves and people who are committing suicide? And then three days later, he did damage control and said he was sorry. So that's why I look at Logan Paul as an asshole. You know what I mean? But inside the ring, he's fine. I'm okay with that. Inside Mm -hmm. the ring, he can be browsed, he can be an asshole because that's what his character calls for. I just don't like that in his first four matches of the WWE, he went against Rey Mysterio he went against roman reigns he was in the Royal rumble and he went against seth rollins that's a pretty great four matches for a rookie to have right yeah you know
3: what I mean? yeah <laughs> and and i thought i thought that i thought that he and seth um the funny thing is i actually thought that roman and and logan had better chemistry than seth and logan did but i do i did enjoy the match i thought it was good that fucking oh, um, match was great i was yeah. very entertained by it and you know your 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 um your neckbeard's out there will complain about the uh the 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 energy drink dude
1: but then and
3: i did too and <laughs> that's that's the other thing too like like i see people like um you know oh it's the cinnamon toast crunch match no it isn't this isn't this isn't this and sucks. let me just let me just let me go here for just a minute i'm go ahead. sorry I'm sorry to any of you that are, that are any of our listeners that really, really like mid South wrestling. Cause I do too, but this isn't fucking mid South wrestling. This is a fortune 500 company that right. was just purchased for $9.6 billion. Yep. How often do you see, how often do you see? And I don't even watch. I don't even watch professional football. I don't watch the NFL Archie. How many times is there product placement during an NFL game? Constantly Gatorade Constantly. is the product. Ex- exactly. This is not AEW chump change indie right. wrestling that happens to have national television. This is the NFL of professional wrestling. Right. Of course there's right. going to be sponsorships.
1: All right. Let Maybe. me back you up here for a second. Hold on. The name of the show was Snickers Presents WrestleMania 39. Okay. They had Cinnamon Toast Crunch during one of the matches, Mike's Hard Lemonade during one of the matches, and the main event was brought to you by TurboTax.
3: Yes. And Logan Paul. (laughs) Yes. And Logan Paul is going to want to get his own product over. Yes. And they used it in a creative way. It was like. It was like. product didn't even go over, it got smashed. Right. Yes.
2: And 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 um sorry Nate, you were like talking about the, the neckbeards being mad about the sponsorship. Do You know what I thought the neckbeards would get mad about? What Logan Paul used CM Punk's move. Yeah. You're like, oh, gonna be mad about that. He's <laughs> to go to sleep.
1: Well, and then he also
2: he also pulled out Hangman Page's move too. He did the Buckshot Lariat. Yeah. And you get it better. <laughs> and then the only thing I would say, like, if I was booking this, like if, if I was the booker of WWE, every time there was a mascot and it was revealed, guess who it would be? Who? Every time. Who? Hector Guerrero. That's funny. Yeah, he was the Goblin So Like they, they pulled the prime mask off. It's like, oh, it's Hector Guerrero. And then they pull the minute. off the, the cinnamon toast crunch box. It's Hector Guerrero? Every <laughs> single time.
1: But the minute I saw the prime bottle coming down, I said, oh, that's going to be some, one of his buddies or his brother, Jake Paul, who's right. a professional boxer now. Because how, wh- why else would a bottle be coming down to the ring with him? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I understood there'd be some kind of craziness, but it made for an even funnier happening when he accidentally landed on the damn bottle. Right. You know? <laughs> and the match as a whole, they told a great story. Neither guy could get the win. Neither guy could, you know, how do I beat a, a celebrity? Well, how do I beat Seth Rollins? He I stepped agree. on his damn hand at one point, and it looked like he broke his hand. He sold through the whole match. This kid sold.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then at, at the end of it all, they actually... You know, it, it ended in a perfect way in my opinion. And I'm okay with it because it in my opinion it was the show stealer up until we got a little bit
2: later in the show.
3: And it was nice to see Seth gonna win.
2: Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah. And, and Seth did great and I'll just I you guys might not want to hear it and the audience might not want to hear it, but Logan Paul's an actually pretty goddamn good wrestler.
3: I agree. The next match on the show was my least favorite match of the night of night one. It's the six woman tag match: Uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch against Damage Control. And I will throw out my couple of notes here and let you guys also. uh, I don't have a lot of notes on it. Give give yours. My main notes on this is: first of all, I think one of the reasons, and 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 I'm going to have a a dichotomy of this later on. But first of all, one of my reasons that I probably this is my least favorite is I'm not a huge I don't pay a lot of attention to women's wrestling. It's not that it's not that I disrespect them or whatever, but modern women's wrestling, I just don't get into it a lot. I don't follow. Ryan. You know, I know it's there. I know what's going on, but I don't really give a shit much. Um, and also and and I'm not a worker, so I, I don't I don't criticize people. Uh, wrestlers work very much unless it's just. Awful shit like Ian Rotten or something, but um is it me or did Lita just seem like two steps off? She was very slow and clunky. Yeah, I just I was I did but, not and again maybe it maybe she has been, and because just because I haven't been paying attention and watching in, in depth any of her matches since she came back, she just seemed really off. No, she's been
1: match. like that since she came back, very slow very everybody's waiting on her to get the move done because well it's lita we got to pay homage to the Hall of famer but the whole match itself seemed very slow and like everybody was off by a step
3: well she she has to keep pulling her pants up and as much and as much as they want um and maybe and again i might be in the minority you ask your younger wwe fan who this is this is it for them maybe they disagree with me and that's fine But to me, as much as they want it to be over, the damage control thing just doesn't get me. It just doesn't get me. I don't know. It's the two chicks that are with her because Bailey is a
2: fantastic heel.
1: Bailey doesn't need a crew. I don't, it's not because Dakota Kai and EOS Kai can actually get the job done, but they don't all need to be a team. Let them go off on their own. Bailey doesn't need a mouthpiece or a a uh, uh, heavy or anything like that she could be herself
2: like know? i i've watched that chick and, and she was great as a as a face mm-hmm. but um the like when i watch the modern stuff like when she's walking out the two chicks that are with her are just kind of like walking or whatever but she'll like talk shit to fans and like flip yeah off. she plays the character and, and and she'll be like shut up like when people are talking to her like yelling at her and shit. she's a great fucking heel um i think bailey's awesome i agree and i think the group that she's in is kind of what's dragging her down
1: they're lackluster it's just not working you know and mm-hmm. My feelings on the match were it was like I said very slow. Everything seemed like it was a little bit off.
3: Like maybe they got their timing except, off
1: because the way they started.
3: I, I, yeah, I was gonna say except when it was Becky and Bailey. Right then, it then it was you know balls to the wall or whatever. I don't know what the expression is for women, but anyway, clams. My only to the other <laughs> my <laughs> my only other note is
1: good lord, how well made was Trish Stratus's top because her. Not they well enough. I wish she wanted was to pop out. She did. She was. She was a, a wardrobe malfunction waiting to happen. <laughs> she's the
2: Jennifer fucking Aniston of wrestling. The
1: okay, but she's still gorgeous, Aaron.
2: That's and what she I'm can saying. still wrestle. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, it's like this chick does not fucking age.
1: Fifty years old and two children, but she still looked like she was twenty something. Yeah. Damn, you know. <sighs> So, like, when she walked out and pulled the jacket off, I'm like, okay, that that's gonna pop. I want it to pop. It needs to pop, and then it never did. It never Arch,
3: did. Archie was like, Archie. She took her jacket. She took her jacket off, and Archie was like, oh, it's time to rock and roll. Right, exactly. When <laughs> she exactly. took her jacket off, I was
2: like, well, that's gonna pop. It's gonna yeah. pop.
3: <laughs> but Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch went over in this, which I don't again. agree with.
2: I
1: don't agree. I think the damage control could have done better. Would have win here if right. you want to get them over.
3: Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, though. Especially if they're going to continue feuding with Becky and Lita, because Becky and Lita right. still have the tag titles. So, well, I have
1: a strange feeling, and this is just me, you know, booking towards the future that Lita and and uh, and Becky are going to lose the title soon, like in the next few weeks, and that we might see a little bit of a rift with Trish and Becky leading to Becky and Trish either at, at Backlash or SummerSlam.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a you know,
1: possibility also, yes. You know, it just who would they turn heel, Becky or Lita? Uh
3: Becky or Trish. Mm-hmm. You know. I'd I'd say I'd say Becky. Just because Trish the is the better of the heel. Well yeah. that and Trish is the, the nostalgic, you know. Right. The nostalgic character. The next match on the show. The next match Oh, sorry Nate. I was just gonna say is um I want I want to start by saying and I, I think I mentioned this in the the we can not wrestle group chat with the other guys yep. but the ring entrance for this match made me so happy because yes. like okay so you start with nothing but a G thing by Snoop Dogg cuz Snoop Dogg and 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 I, I Dominic had his entrance which was theatric with the And the it was good. Thing, I yes it was. It was. was, it was. Other, than the, the other than the other than the fact that um and it wasn't during the entrance, but I don't know if you guys saw or not, but apparently when they did the um, the video, like the hype video for the match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody at WWE it probably got fired because somebody put footage in there when they were talking about Don being in prison, footage of Auschwitz. Oh, God. Which they quickly cleaned up in any replays or anything. Right, That's a lot. Right. Like, somebody lost their fucking job this week. Yeah. But anyway. We need stock footage.
1: Not that stock
3: footage. <laughs> exactly. But, um... Ray's entrance with nothing but a G G-thang and then into uh, lie, cheat, steal, and then into Buika. I was like, ah, all the feels. I love this. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. you, anybody that listens knows how much I love Ray. How much I loved Eddie. Like, just hearing his music made me smile. Everything about Eddie Guerrero always yeah, makes me smile. There, <laughs>
2: That's actually in my notes is that um, sometimes I hate. When wrestling goes back to like, oh, this guy—I don't want to say it, like, oh, this guy died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I and Nate, you talked about it sometime, like in on some of our Um Hall of Shames and the Saturday thing where they go back to somebody passing away. But when mm-hmm. Ray does it with Eddie, I'm not mad about it. No, because no. coming from a place of love, because it's, you liter- know those it's guys, literally you know those guys I, were were brothers.
3: With yes, that. that's yep. what, that's what I was just about to say. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, Ray using just some other pro wrestler right. to get over. It's Ray, you, and whether they're blood or not, it is Ray, homaging his brother. You know, they're well, not we, blood, but they were brothers.
1: We talked about this like eight months ago when it was the anniversary of Eddie that everybody at the AEW pay-per-view kept looking up to the sky and then doing a frog splash or to Eddie Guerrero, shimmy, And mm-hmm. we kept saying, wow, this is overkill now. They're doing it strictly to get the the, the nostalgia. Yes. When Ray does it, it's not, hey, I'm furthering my career. It's, my, I lost a brother in this ring, and I want to make sure the whole world knows who Eddie Guerrero is.
3: Yes, never forget him. Right, exactly.
1: Know. So, and, But Ray's and, whole entrance, he paid homage to Snoop. Then to Eddie, then his song came on But then his mask was also Paying homage to the great Muda Who went into the Hall of Fame the night before mm-hmm. So it was Ray was everything he needed to be at Wrestlemania This year
2: So I wasn't the only guy that noticed that that Ray was wearing a Muda mask Yep no, it was yeah, A, I did, uh, a yeah. hard Muda mask, yeah mm-hmm. That was fucking no. sweet And um, I put in my notes Um Sorry, like I said, this is where I don't want to like monopolize the conversation. Do it. Just do it. Take it, man. But I was like, both entrances were awesome because I love the fact that Dom's like selling that he's a fucking hardened criminal because he's one fucking minute in jail. That's yeah, <laughs> great for his character. But then imagine um, imagine you're Rey right Mysterio and Nate, you work at your job, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Arch, you have a job, right? Yes. yes. So then you imagine you show up to work. All right. And you're about to clock in and they're like, hold on, buddy. And you're like, okay. And you're like, uh, when you clock in, you'll be riding to your workstation in a low rider. Right. Neon lights behind it. Um which will be driven by Snoop Dog. Right. You just be like, what is fucking happening? Like it had to be like the greatest moment of Rey Mysterio's life. Definitely. Definitely. It's fucking insane. That Rey Mysterio entrance.
1: That's what WrestleMania is supposed to be.
2: That With- entrance
1: was, you know.
2: It's one of the greatest entrances I've ever seen. I agree. Wrestling. It was fucking I great. Agree. Yep, I
1: agree. I and agree. then the, the match starts, and they tell you, this match is being brought to you by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And my first thought, guys, I have it written down. I'm like, so Cinnamon Toast Crunch wants to see a father crap out of his son? <laughs> what a way to sell cereal. <laughs> you know? And then I thought about it too. Wait, for six months, we've been begging Ray to beat the hell out of his
3: son. Well, and, and wrestling—that's that's my notes on the match itself. Were and I don't know if I don't know who I was recording with, or if it's sometimes our shows blend together. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. right? I don't know who I was recording with, who I was discussing it with, whether it was just in a chat, what it was—it doesn't matter. This whole thing to me, until last week, right. Was ill-conceived because
2: it was me and you, Nate.
3: Uh, okay, and because my whole thing was, as a father,
2: until he uh, fucks with his mom or sister, he's done.
3: Right, and that, right. That, but that—that's what I'm saying. As a father, the only person in wrestling and pro wrestling that I could see having a father-son match was the one, the only other one that ever happened, and that was the McMahon's because Vince is a fucking bastard. Okay,
1: well. That makes well, sense. well to be fair, Flair, Rick Flair and David did have a match in WCW, but it was crap. You know what I mean?
2: It was all Vince Russo involved and whatever. Yeah, it I legal. agree. But what Nate's saying is, unless you're, if you're a dad, unless you hate your child, attack, you know, attack the sister or the little brother or the mom, the right. dad's never going to want to fight his son. Right. The minute you do one of those things, You've crossed the line. You've crossed the line. And and, and and Dom crossed the line. And that's what made this so fucking good. It right. was that last week was perfect.
3: This yeah. is this is that's that's what did it for me because until last week I wanted nothing yeah. to do with I wanted nothing to do with them having a feud. Right.
1: And Dominic was getting more and more annoying with the hit me, hit me, come on, and it was just like okay, give it up now. Let him move on. Let the Judgment mm-hmm. Day move on from Rey Mysterio now. You know? And what,
2: what showed like a lot of people were like shitting on the story and everything and it's like I, I try to not like shit on storylines until I see the, the end of it, you know? Um, what Dom did great was he was trying to get his dad to hit him, trying to get his dad to hit him and never thought, like, his character never thought that his dad would do it. And then when he insulted his sister and his mom, especially his mom, then Ray hit him. And the minute Ray hit him, he was just like, holy shit! Now, You know what I mean? Like, he had no no fear of his dad until that happened. Right. And, And... it built into this fucking match, and this match, I'm just gonna say, um, going forward was my favorite thing on the entire show. One, okay. one and two, it's my, it, it's it's not the best thing that happened on it, but me as a fan, this is my favorite thing.
1: No, I, I enjoyed the match more so. You guys know I'm not a fan of Dominic Mysterio, and I haven't been a fan of the Mysterio since the whole Seth Rollins eye for an eye feud. It was kind of corny, you know what I mean? Involving the whole family involved yeah. But this matchup was good. When Ray took off his belt and began spanking Dominic, we was like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was perfect. It was perfectly timed. But the outcome was not what I was hoping for, because you want to build up the judgment Day, just like we said about damage control, right? You want to make them this big monstrous group. But yet Dominic loses. And I Mm -hmm. I get it. You know, you're not going to put Dominic over. The father has to win. But I think it could have maybe been better if Dominic would have won by DQ or count out or something. To just
3: get something over,
2: because yeah, so he can, later, so he can,
3: so he can come out the next night and say, right, and be that heel that says I beat him, even though he didn't right. really beat him. Right, I see what you're saying there. You know, I, I just... Dom has chops, though. I know you don't like him, Archie. No, he's he's growing into an actual pretty good wrestler
1: when he's in there with guys who could lead him to a good match, and that's good. That's what he's supposed to do.
2: Like I have I haven't watched the raw after. WrestleMania yet. Yeah, I haven't either yet. Or not. But how I think, and they might not do it right after it, but the way I think the Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio feud should end is this. I think it should be that Dom obviously has been Um, Persuaded by the judgment day To turn against his father Right And He could have done it on the roll after Mania which they're probably not going to do But eventually The judgment day needs to lose faith In in Dom Right Sort of match that they have And start beating him up Because oh he lost okay let's start kicking the shit out of kicking the shit out of him and then Ray who which which would be his father will be like oh they're kicking the shit out of my son I know he did what he did but I'm gonna go out there and protect him right and and goes out and saves him and then we wind up with Ray um, be gifting the mask Dom. And Ray retires. It's it's not a terrible idea. I, I could it's, agree with and that. It's
3: it's it's a hundred percent how it happens in lucha. So right. Yeah. And I think that's what they're eventually going to do. But I mean, no, I could agree with that. To be perfectly honest with you, within five <laughs> years, uh, it's, it's WWE. It won't happen. It won't happen. If it was Mexico within five years, Dominic Mysterio would be wrestling as Rey Mysterio. Well, it's Hunter, right. though, so it might. Yeah, it's maybe. Over maybe. Yeah. But overall, I thought that these guys like Father, like Son, they had a great match. Um, involving involving mom and, and sister. The whole and, thing is fucking perfect. Mom and and
2: let's not let's not fucking sleep on um Ray's wife and his. And, and his daughter doing a good fucking job in that
1: fucking. Mm-hmm. Show.
2: They did a great job. Well, when job. he when it's he threw the water shit. on her and and Elijah went to jump
1: the barricade, I was really waiting to see her get to him and like beat beat his ass because, I, look, anybody who's got a sister, which I do, knows you you mess with your baby sister, she's coming to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it, it's just good. that simple. You know,
2: is she a wrestler too? Or
1: no, not? no, she's not. She has not gotten into the ring. Yet, who knows? She might, but I don't think so. Last they I heard both. she was getting married, they announced her her engagement like three months ago.
2: But they both did a good job, too. I fucking love yeah this. No, yes, it was it great. Was,
3: it was very good. Of course, Ray went over um, with the big celebration. And, and, and hopefully, to be perfectly honest with you, I hope that they move on. Right, and this is it for now until, like Aaron said, until the until the Judgment Day turns on Dominic. Um, I agree. So the next thing we saw, and I want to I want to set a stage here for people listening, and and you guys bear with me, and then I will let you talk. But there, something next happened that does not happen to me as a wrestling fan anymore. Because you watch – I'm 44 years old. I've been watching wrestling since 19 – and I told this to my wife. I've been watching wrestling since 1985. There is literally almost next to never something where I say this is the first for me. Right. Ever anymore. And again, like I reiterate to what I said earlier, I'm not necessarily – a guy that really, really keeps up with the women or is definitely interested in the women in the WWE. It's just there. It's in the background. It is what it is. And this is not shitting on them at all. It's just not my deal. So going into the next match, which was Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship, I was kind of passive about it. Like, meh, whatever. I mean, they've already wrestled. I know they're good. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm on my phone scrolling. You know, the match starts. And then Charlotte hit Rhea with a with a pile driver that I thought killed her. I, I was like, wow, yeah. that's is, we're going to have an injury here? Because Jesus Christ. And then, and that's what I'm saying first, in my history of watching professional wrestling since 1985 or whenever the hell, the early 80s or the mid-80s, I put my phone down and I was right. captivated by my, by my television because this was the best women's, North American, because there's some great, better Japanese wrestling mm-hmm. women's matches from like all Japan women. But this is the best North American women's wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. They tore the fucking house down. didn't yeah. watch it. No, oh man, do it. Well, wow. All do right, it. you mentioned the
2: pile driver. I just know right at the. Sorry. No, go ahead. Guys, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it. No, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Because I didn't watch it. But um, Michael Cole mentioned that this was the first time in WrestleMania history. And, and this isn't me trying to be like chauvinistic or whatever. But they were like, this is the first time in WrestleMania history that it's all women involved. Two women in the match, a female referee, and a female ring announcer. And then my notes are, was, what happens if a spider crawls into the ring? <laughs> Who's going to kill it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned the pile driver name. Because every chick I've ever met and hung can't out kill with. kill a spider. Me. Or can kill a bug, right? <laughs> we all freak out, but go ahead, guys
1: that German suplex that Rhea delivered when Charlotte landed on her face.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I went, oof. And then Charlotte got up and was more enraged. And I went, oh shit, this was planned. That wasn't mm-hmm. a mistake. And then they just began beating the crap out of each other. It was like they amazing.
3: Were, Aaron, I'm going to say this to you. Go back and, and watch this it. Is, this is why I'm saying you need to go watch this. because, And Archie agreed with me. This yep. is like watching the female versions of Rick Steiner and Doctor Death, Steve Williams have a match. In off on each other, yep. Yeah. yep. It is now, It absolutely okay. is. It's okay. the best. It's the best North American women's match All I've right. ever seen. And I'm not even a big Charlotte fan. She kind of has like the heat with me, but this was amazing. But now, Dave.
1: You excuse me. You've been watching for as long as you've been watching. I've now been watching 33 years because I started at WrestleMania six. Mm-hmm. We both saw the first Flair versus Sting match at, at Clash of the Champions. Mm-hmm. And then they had Flair versus Sting, too. That's what kind of feels I was getting from this match. Because there was no, neither one could get a win. Neither It was just beat the crap out of each other till one finally says, I've had enough.
3: I agree. I would, I would say that's, I mean? a, that's a good call, too. Yes. Yeah. It was perfect,
1: though. And then when Charlotte landed face first on the turnbuckle on that that hard metal piece,
3: and, and she, was, she was, was just flat out. out.
1: Yeah, I'm like, damn. Uh, now we all make jokes. Charlotte Flair has had a lot of work done on her face, you know, facial reconstructive. Yeah, after that yeah, suplex, yeah, that <laughs> after that suplex and her landing on that that turnbuckle, I was like, damn, she needs a new face again. <laughs> because that woman <laughs> took abuse.
3: Yes you and know, fifteen and 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 she she did that she did the honors she put Rhea yep. over which is what should have happened and and i have to say you could tell after the match was over she was pleased with it absolutely like she, she could smiling. yes even though we're, it's kayfabe brother She knew after that match was over that they had a fantastic match. And this, big limb here, of of both nights, this was actually my favorite match. Yeah,
1: I I agree. This was the show stealer for both nights. We're going to get into the main event in a few minutes, but uh, these two women literally said, we want to be the main event, but they're not letting us because obviously Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Uso's. And Roman and Cody were the main events. But we don't need to be the main event to be the main event.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. They went on a fifth. They were the fifth, sixth match and killed it out there the way you're supposed to at WrestleMania. You know, really if agree. we get injured, if we get injured. we get injured. But it's WrestleMania. It's, it's worth the payoff. And the fans were eating out of the palm of their hands. The same fans that were wanting them on SmackDown and Raw the week before were now... Cheering and freaking out when they were near near falls and and those crazy spots. So they these two women delivered, in my opinion. And we're gonna get into the other women's title match after this. This was a hundred times better than oh, anything else sure. after that.
3: For sure. So. So the next thing, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. All, really, I don't have a lot of notes on it, other than this was this was a happy moment for me because everybody knows how much I like Pat McAfee, right? Uh, Pat oh, McAfee you skipped, over, you skipped over the interview segment with, with uh, Snoop, Miz, and Pat McAfee.
2: No, they they had an interview segment between that.
3: Remember, it's not in my notes. Yeah, for who? Uh,
2: Jonathan Coachman interviewed uh, John Cena.
3: I didn't mm. have that on my phone. After the women's match, I must have went to smoke or something because I don't even. Well, oh, i I'm sorry. No, I was watching.
2: I mean, Byron Saxton interviewed Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have. I didn't have that. that they, 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 i on peacock. Sometimes
1: when you they just give me an ad. So I might. That might have been an exclusive you got.
2: That was my stupid way of making a joke. <laughs> but the, a, Austin the, Theory is the next John Cena, then. Byron Saxon is the next Jonathan Coachman. Hey, I like
3: Byron more than I like Coach. I gotta be honest. I'm the opposite. I hate fuck Byron. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we got the whole thing with with and again, I don't have notes on it. I just literally my, my literally I my like, literally literally have, my note my note says woo Pat McAfee. Cause I was I sure have, I have notes. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. The Miz and Snoop Dogg are
2: back in the ring. And they announced that it's 80,497 <laughs> in attendance. Yes. And I have a feeling that next week in the Observer, Meltzer is going to tell us that it's probably just um, 4,700 people.
1: Right. Now,
3: Meltzer is going to like WWE now because they're the same company as UFC. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, but that was before this. I know. But yeah, I like I like the McAfee stuff with The Miz. Everybody played their role fine. I don't have, again, I don't have a lot of notes on it. I was my just happy only, to see him on the show.
1: My um, only real note, I like how they they put Mac, Pat McAfee in because he's obviously got to go away because his wife is having a baby and he's doing his own thing, so he's not going to be on SmackDown anymore. But I did feel really bad for The Miz because, damn, you said he was going to host and then you made him get into a match and he got beat up for no <laughs> reason. You know what I mean? And it was all Snoop Dogg's fault.
2: So, pat, McAf- pat McAfee's awesome he's like what we say about wrestling celebrities or whatever like I know he's not a he's not a huge celebrity but he's a guy that
3: obviously- yeah liter- literally he tweeted last night I'm a joke no. and the reason he, the reason he put it he, he he tweeted I'm a joke he's like it's unbelievable that somebody like me gets to do something like this. You know, when I started, yeah. it was like Pat McAfee made,
1: I, he was great on commentary. He was great when
3: he fought Adam Cole. Uh, when, Shin, when Shinsuke comes out, I want to dance said, with him.
1: No, but I watched it. I watched an interview with him about three or four months ago, and he's mentioning that when he was with the Colts and he met Peyton Manning. He's like, yeah, so I met Peyton Manning, and like a week later, we were all at a casino, and I had like 1,500 chips in front of me, and I'm at a roulette table. Here comes Peyton, and I'm like, hey, Peyton, what's up? He's like, bet it all on 18. And he walked away. So, Pat being Pat, put it all on 18, and 18 hits. 1,500 at 35-1. to So, he's looking around for Peyton to tell him thank you or to do something, whatever. Doesn't see him. The next day's the game. He goes, Peyton, by the way, I don't know if they told you. Oh, I know. Well, 18 hit. Where's my half? But he was joking. (laughs) But and I said, "Wow, what a real story! That's actually right. a real." I'm ha- that makes him a real person. He's not a pseudo celebrity trying to get over as being this
2: big crazy guy. Mm-hmm. He's a real person. So, but McAfee's great. Yeah. And, um. You guys brought up him jamming out to Shinsuke Okay. Yeah. I don't want really to get too much into like the modern product because I know we got. Um one more match with night one and then night two to talk about where the fuck is Shinsuke. I think he might be injured. Him and AJ,
1: I think got injured around the same time, but they didn't announce Shinsuke's injury because this gives him a little time to come back and be maybe repackaged again Mm -hmm. a little better than he was being booked. You know.
3: Okay. And we will I'm not sure. Well, you don't have to worry about it. We won't be spending as much time on night two anyway. Because, anyway, (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm just going to be going a lot when when we talk about night two. Night two is decent. The main event of night one pro wrestling, pro wrestling, (laughs) pro pro wrestling storytelling at its finest. Mm -hmm. The Usos against Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens and i have to say i had a stupid theory going into this
1: match nate you mentioned kevin owens turning mm-hmm. i thought how great would it have been if Sami Zayn would have turned midway through the match and all of this was a rouge to get kevin away from the world heavyweight title right, right. and he's still with the bloodline and now he can go on and help roman beat cody for the world we don't just keep the titles it would have been crazy storytelling you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A month of him begging Kevin to be his best friend again, but all in all, it made for even better storytelling because of how great the match was.
3: Oh, it was fantastic! And 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 I will say this: even though they won the titles, I still I still am convinced that at the end of this, KO turns on him at some oh, point. So, yeah, yeah, they got to have and another feud. And, and uh, Sammy's such a huge face right now. It yeah. to me, honestly, and and I'm not saying anybody that would say otherwise is is wrong or whatever. To me, at this point, it is stu- it would be stupid to turn him heel because people right. love him so much. It would be like during you know I don't know you know what I'm saying like during during uh, uh, yes mania turning Daniel Bryan heel. right. Right. You, you, you're talking about Sammy Nate, sorry. Yeah, it would be it would be dumb to turn him heel at um, this point.
2: Talking about like, I hate comparing um, talent now to like talent then. But do you know what Sammy is? If you would compare a talent to him as now. Who? To a to a current talent. Or, I'm sorry. Um did Archie drop off? I think he did. <laughs> it's a show. I know. <laughs> Do you need me to wait? Or am I still talking? No, go ahead. I think like I said, I don't want to compare a talent to a talent because it's not fair. But Sammy Zane is – Archie's back. Sorry about that. My, my Wi-Fi went out for some reason. That's okay. Um, I was just telling Nate, like, I didn't want to monopolize the conversation. No, no. But we were talking about – earlier, I didn't want to say, like, but I was trying to say, oh, just because Austin Theory looks like John Cena, so he's not John Cena, you know? Right, and and these guys don't look alike, but the character of Sammy Zayn, I'm going to compare him to a talent from back in the day. Sammy Zayn is the Mick Foley of his generation. I agree. I agree. He is the. He is the guy that the guy sitting in the stands can look at and be like, that's my guy. Right. He looks like every man. He's the every man. He has no build. Like, when I say build, I mean like body. Right. Sami Zayn is just the every guy. And teaming him with Owens is the same way, you know? I just, I don't know how we got onto that, but.
1: No, I agree with you. It's a lot like when, when Foley and, and Austin teamed, uh, you know, that Austin didn't want a partner and I don't want, I'm not, I don't need a tag partner. So Foley had to become dude love, you know what I mean? But Sammy doesn't have to change the way that he's dressing he just has to change his attitude slightly and the fans are buying into it. And even when he was doing that uh, that uh, uh, general routine with Shinsuke and, and Cesaro, he was getting booed out of the damn building. Yeah, You know what I mean? He made a feud with Johnny Knoxville and seemed, seemed credible for some reason. And then the bloodline thing was his ace in the hole. It was perfect. So,
2: I yeah, think and, this is great for him. And it's, it's not the same angle. But it it kind of is where um, Foley was trying to team with Steve. Yeah. And Steve is like, nah, I don't nope. want to team with you. And Owens is, I didn't even think about it until now, but Owens is kind of almost Austin-esque. Right. Where he's just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking give a shit about any of you people. Right. As long as my goddamn check floats. I don't give a fuck. You know? It's like... It it, it was a great story, and it's... It's... The second best... story going in wrestling at this point. I, I thought the Rey Mysterio... Dom story, and I still think is the best story that led into WrestleMania. But the Sami Zayn bloodline, Roman Rance, all that fucking layers, all that shit—it's fucking great.
1: And this, I uh, I agree. All right, I agree with you one hundred percent. I I like the way the storyline has come off for Sami for Kevin. The bloodline you know what i mean it 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 made everybody get get leveled up a little bit, you no, know, and that's the mark of a good storyline
3: and the match was great, and the finish was satisfying yes and um it was like i said it was it was pro wrestling storytelling at its best, and the ma- again the match was fantastic you can't you can't I can't knock anything about it. And it had me no. on the edge of my seat, which is good.
1: little too many super kicks, but I could let that go. You know, a lot of thigh slapping going on. but Yeah, okay. yeah you're right. <laughs> but I could let it go. That, if that's my only gripe, I could handle it. You know what I mean? They they had perfect spots. They had, Like you said, they had a lot of false finishes where everybody was at the, you know. Michael Cole's reaction to Sammy kicking out of the 1D was tremendous. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Sold that match. That was that was JR type uh, announcing for that match when he goes. He kicked out first person to ever kick out of the one D. You know, so everything about that match flowed perfectly.
2: And can I ask you guys a question? Because I like I said, I'm not a I'm not a modern fan watcher a lot. Go ahead. But I have to think. That watching the show is Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and the um Hispanic announcers being able to, like, actually react and jump up around, like, jump up and down and be like, oh, put their hands up and react and shit. Is that, is that a Triple H thing? Because I never left. I, I never saw Vince allow his fucking commentators. No,
1: Vince wanted them to tell stories during the matches that had nothing to do with the actual match. You know what I mean? And I think with Vince being removed from gorilla position, it really allows them to tell a story with their actual, you know, uh, uh, match assessment. You know did
2: what you mean? Guys I mean? Yeah, I, to... I did. Yeah, it was, it was bigger than it's ever Maybe. been. Like Cole and fucking Grazer like standing up and actually fucking yeah. reacting. It made the match better. It made it made you
1: want it more because they were reacting so big. And maybe those reactions were planned, but it didn't seem like it. You know. So
3: And of course, like I said, very satisfying finish tonight one with Sammy and KO winning the tag team championships. Everybody goes home happy. Right and that's why i say this is a story of two wrestlemanias and a story i think of two minds because i think wrestle i call wrestlemania night 1 hunters mania yep and wrestlemania night 2 vince's mania yep i liked both of them i didn't dislike bo- any any either of them but it's a it's two completely different Visions.
1: And I, I will go on to add that, that Triple H's mustache is much better than the Vince's. <laughs> so I think his WrestleMania was better too.
2: When the when the night's done, you gotta be able to put your socks on and go to bed.
3: <laughs> night two. We start night two. The first match out the shoot is Brock Lesnar. And as Jim Cornette calls him, almost. Almost, yep. Um Edward s- James almost. So this, <laughs> this is okay. So this is let me let me see how I want to put this because my notes are not s- as specific as I want to be. Mm-hmm. The the funny thing about this match is I actually and and, and credit to them. Credit to them. There was like 46 seconds during this match where I thought they were actually going to let this guy beat Brock Lesnar. Yes, I did too. When he threw Brock Lesnar like a lawn
2: chair. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Right? Like, have you ever been pissed at a fucking barbecue and threw a lawn chair? (laughs) Right, and he threw a a 296-pound Minnesotan like that. Right, he and he took the Brock and threw him. You and threw a lawn chair. I've thrown plenty of lawn chairs. Oh, I have too. I have to. Um, That's how was... he threw Brock, and it was fucking insane. And this and this match
3: this match literally was everything it needed to be. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. He threw him like a fucking lawn chair. And then it built into Brock having his fucking WrestleMania moment and throwing that big fucking dude.
3: And you get get high blood pressure, purple-headed Brock.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) It was
2: fucking great.
1: Me and a buddy of mine wanted to, like, we put a bet on how long we thought the match was going to be. I said six minutes because I figured, you know, it's Brock Lesnar, but still he's got to give the kid time. He said... Five minutes and 40 seconds. And I said, dude, you just priced this right at me. So he went <laughs> a little bit lower. And then I clocked it so we could have, see who, who was going to win the bet. It went for four minutes and 55 seconds. But in that four minutes and 55 seconds, Brock Lesnar made Omos look like a million dollars.
3: Yep, he made a star.
1: Okay, that man looked like a giant in what he did to Brock Lesnar. And then when Brock made a comeback and actually dropped him the first time because he couldn't lift him because it was back... I went. That's what a wrestler is supposed to and the,
3: do, and and that's when I thought he was going to win. I right. was like, "Oh, it's the back injury that's going to get him." Right. And that's where they got me. And you know what? More power to him. That's that's the point. That's the point is for me to sit down and actually, you know, it's hard to suspend your belief as right. a wrestling fan
2: now. And anymore. I don't right. think I don't think Omos's character lost anything. No, you hung He's with Brock Lesnar. Right right you know. And Omos is actually a fucking athlete.
1: Right. He's a basketball player, wasn't he? I
2: don't fucking know what he did.
1: Well, <laughs> all I know is, is the reason I thought Brock might lose is because I heard rumors like a week before that Brock kept saying this. I'm finishing up at WrestleMania. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this contract. And I'm going to take a few months off and then come back. So, like, okay, he'll let this kid beat him. You know what I mean? Because what is a WrestleMania loss to Brock Lesnar? He's going to come back bigger, bigger, and better anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, okay, if they let almost beat him, it's for it's for the right reasons. You know, you beat the guy who beat the Undertaker. You beat the guy who was is, is a ten time world champion. But then Lesnar won, and I went, okay, this still isn't bad though. Mm-hmm. He conquered a giant.
3: You know, and that and and he allowed himself to look vulnerable during right. The match. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, now
2: everybody in the WWE has been future endeavored. Yes, <laughs> yes, they have <laughs>
1: for nine point so, yeah.
2: six million.
3: <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I thought I thought this did fine for what it was supposed to be. It didn't yeah. go too long. Um, you get Brock on the show. You put over your new giant. Um, well, goes home early because he was done in four minutes. <laughs> yeah, perfectly fine. Um, the next match was my least favorite match of both nights. It was the drizzling shits. I it didn't was watch it. Literally, literally, my note is a four-way women's match forgettable. It was Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Natty and Shotzi, and Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. How far has Ronda fallen on the pecking order uh, in WWE? Well,
1: I will say this. She has a broken arm right now. So she should have never been at WrestleMania to begin with. But I think that they're afraid about her leaving and her name value going with her. And that's why they let her be on the show. So this way she'd be happy and can go away after WrestleMania for a couple months and heal up. But all I saw was four makeshift tag teams that made no damn sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ronda and Shayna are are UFC fighters and they're, they're these big tough women but they barely got in the match and you let the other six women who were very ill timed and couldn't barely put the match together the right way. <laughs> the, the men's match the 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 four way men's tag match was miles of better than that. Mm-hmm. And then this was this was like the least favorite this was this, this should never been on the show. This should have been on smackdown and they should have put the Andre the Giant battle royal on wrestlemania.
3: I am in agreement. So
1: this was bad. I didn't watch it, but well, you, you. you didn't miss. You didn't anything. miss anything. <laughs> my, my eyes, my eyes dipped at one point. I was like, I think I'm falling
3: asleep. No, I'll wake up. I'll wake up. You know what I mean? That's how boring it was. Like oh, Archie yeah. said, all the other teams did the work. Then in the end, Rhonda and Shayna came in and uh, Rhonda won one arm bar. Yeah, picked up a victory. Who did she armbar? Was it Liv? Liv, yeah.
1: Now, can yeah. you explain something to me? She was a professional fighter.
2: I thought, it was, and the
1: I thought it was. Sh- shitzy black Bart. oh yeah it might have been chauncey it might have been chauncey but she is a professional fighter correct mm-hmm. shitzy black Bart. no ronda rousey ufc champion for years when brock and lesnar he, puts on a he's... submission hold it looks real because he was in the ufc why does ronda rousey's armbar look so shitty you know what I mean? Here's right. the perfected for real. And here you are with trained wrestlers, and you're not even putting it on the right way, and it looks bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just. And meanwhile, the other eight women are sitting outside of the ring looking at her do this. Why didn't the match get broken up? Because Rhonda needed another win at WrestleMania. Right.
3: You know, it's <laughs> like, okay. So. So that happened. And then we get some good shit, pal. It's such a good shit. Don't go
2: into that next intercontinental title match, which is good shit. We miss some stuff,
1: I hey, didn't. What do we, miss? <laughs> do we miss? I watched this fucking show. So, what do we miss, Mister Maxim?
2: Uh, Bobby Lashley came out and mm-hmm. attempted and attempted three times
1: to so hold the a yeah,
2: yeah. fucking trophy over his head. Yes.
1: How much does that thing weigh if Bobby Lashley couldn't lift it, If Bobby Lashley
2: cannot pick it up. <laughs> like he is just like, oh. Uh, 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 uh.
1: Cesaro lifted that thing above his head. Baron Corbin lifted it above his head. Was that a joke on Bobby? We're going to make it extra heavy so Bobby can't lift this.
3: And also, that brings up another point. What, what, how disappointing is that? I was hoping because he talked some shit on SmackDown after winning the Mm -hmm. Battle Royal, that we were going to get some kind of something with Bobby. like I would like Uncle
1: Howdy to come out and destroy the the trophy and beat
3: him up. Hear me out, Archie. Mm -hmm. How cool, and I'm not saying a match. I'm not at all saying a match. I don't want them to have a match yet. But how cool would it have been for Bobby to come out you know, again, like Aaron said, try to lift that big ass trophy a few times, and then he it even looked like it even looked like he was headed toward the ring. Right, and then they go to commercial. What a or perfect, whatever you call it. What a perfect segment would this have been for Bobby to be in the ring, bragging about winning the Battle Royal, bragging right. about how nobody's good enough for him at WrestleMania. What a perfect debut for Braun Breaker. Right. To come out you right. don't have to have a match. You don't have to have a match yet. Right. Get in his face. Yes. I think that I, that that would have been perfect to me.
1: Have him was, cut a Scott Steiner like promo when he does it too.
2: You know what I mean? Not like his dad. Not right. Not like, <laughs> that. Dude, that dad like <laughs> hey. Uh I almost like his dad cut some. I almost said Major
3: some. heat this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but we will talk. Well, but I'm just saying, I, I think well, that, would I said, that would have been a perfect moment. That would have been a perfect moment to have Braun make his debut. Honestly. I will say this, and I am not
1: condoning what was said <laughs> yeah. or done. I, am, I, wanna... I, almost,
2: I almost said some Some really, couple, yeah, some you really, really said, almost. I, I knew what mean, we were going to say I too. That just thought you would have been funny.
1: canceled instantly. Uh, I will say this, and this, this is a modern product show, so I'm going to touch upon it for a split second, gentlemen what is being what rick steiner is being accused of is not funny we do not believe in bullying here on WrestleNet radio in any way shape or form especially when it's against somebody's beliefs or what they want to do with their lifestyle if you want to identify as a woman and you want to be you know become a woman that's fine and well but and i will say this because a lot of people have brought up this point no one except for giselle shaw and her friend who is a referee at Impact have said that this has happened yet and can pinpoint that it was Rick Steiner yet. The people who own the venue for the wrestling convention haven't said anything except they apologized to Giselle. And everyone who was around Rick did not say that he did it. So I don't know if this young lady was confused or if somebody's putting up for Rick and and are backing him up or what. But I'm going to go under the innocent until proven guilty that maybe Giselle was confused as who was actually yelling the slurs at her and thought it was Rick, you know. Mm-hmm. But if he did do it, Rick, you picked a bad time because your son is in for a major push. Right. You know. So he
2: did.
3: But
1: he yeah,
2: did, he did wrong. Steiner math.
1: Mm-hmm. Big time. That's why Scott should handle the Steiner math.
2: Yeah.
1: But when Braun opens up and starts doing his best Scott Steiner impression, you've heard me. I'm sure you have. He's, yeah. he's the. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I want to hear
2: more. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, Monday I
3: like <laughs> <laughs> Where were you at? So, how good was my man Gunter, my man Drew, and Seamus? I will correct
2: you. It's oh, I'm show, sorry, guys. Hold you on. Made, you made fun of me about the Bobby Lashley um, um, holding up his stupid trophy, mm-hmm. and then there was another segment after that. Okay, it was Xavier Woods and his friends. Oh Jesus, playing WWE.com 2K, yeah, yeah, 2K, and I. Uh, and this is probably where I was like a Rick Steiner math thing. It's like, oh, Xavier Woods with his friends from Face Down Ass Up (laughs) speculating on the outcome of the Gunter um, McIntyre-Shamus match. And they're saying 50% of the time Drew McIntyre wins.
1: Drew wins, right. Which didn't
4: happen.
2: I I will correct you both on something, though.
1: Okay. On this show... On this show, modern that product show. Down, up? No, his name is not Gunther. His name is Walter. 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 He will always be Walter to me. He is never going to be Gunther to me. Okay. So
2: sorry. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I hate that name, Gunther. Well, then I will refer to him as Bracus. There you go. And <laughs> <I know>. you. <laughs> But anyway, no, and, and all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, this was um, what a match, amazing, oh, what a yes. hard hitting match. Yes, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't expect any less, right? Um, but you have you have Drew, who anybody that has ever listened to me even speak knows what a big Drew McIntyre fan yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, and I, I and I'm not I'm not like the biggest the world's biggest Seamus fan, but I like Seamus. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Archie. Great. I really I really like Volter too, of yeah. course. I've liked him since I've liked him since he was in Robert, the Indies. Right. Yes. Yes. In he, um but this was um a fantastic match, a hard-hitting match. Yeah. And and Sheamus, it, it's it's a crazy to think how long he's actually been right. a top guy. Yeah, that, right.
2: Nate, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
3: Did I interrupt you?
2: Mm-mm. In this match, Sheamus, honestly, was the most overdue with that fucking crowd.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, oh, and yeah. That, you, you have the story going into it. This is the one belt in WWE he's never won. right. And yeah, um, I mean they did a great job hyping the match. Floor. And um,
2: like I said, I, I, I don't mean to cut you guys out, and I don't I don't talk to you guys m- much on this show. Um, but what have I gotta? I'm gonna call him Gunter. I'm sorry. What do I gotta call him?
1: <laughs> Walter.
2: <laughs> Walter.
1: Walter was his name.
2: I know, Walter, his, Walter I know that's what his name was. Walter Went. Bingo, what is his name-o? B I N G O. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this, guys. Gunther, Walter, whatever you want to call him. You can tell me if I'm wrong, okay? And totally off base with it but i think his in ring and his character is in his generation right now he's basically vader yes yes it might be I totally off base no i agree but i think
3: that's what he is within Neither. the next three, within the next 3 years At some point, the main event of WrestleMania is going to be Gunter versus Cody Rhodes.
2: Yes. And that's Um, a
3: great thing. And I'm agreeing with you. However, I do have to say, just as a side note, thank you, Archie. For? Because now I have to do it. Go ahead. I introduce to you Daring General... Bingo! <laughs>
1: no i i <laughs> i agree with aaron walter is the the vader of his generation and then you look at drew and you look at Sheamus. i i the way they were hitting each other so hard i imagined a japanese strong style match between like stan henson vader and bruiser brody Man, you these know what guys I mean? Des-
3: these guys destructed each other.
1: Jameson's chest was bleeding. Drew's face was bright red. Walter was falling down every moment because he was getting punched it, so hard. And
3: and but, it, this tell this tells you who. It, it, and I, I hate to say, I, I don't hate to say it. I, I hope I'm not going out on a limb. Because everybody that works for the WWE is obviously a high caliber, high level performer. Right. But as far as old school pro wrestlers go, these three are the guys like yep. oh, yeah. to see to, yeah. see, to see like blood blisters on a chest, right. to see the, the, you know, we don't need a bunch of fucking high spots and tables and blah, no. blah.
2: And, and and Nate, like, sorry, I may cut you off, brother. Hmm. Or you aren't sorry, I may have cut you off either. No, you're good. You're good. Um. That was in my notes, too, was that um, these guys are professional fucking wrestlers having a professional wrestling fucking match. Right. This match was not sports entertainment. No,
1: not one bit.
2: It was a fucking wrestling match. You could have taken this match and put it in front of the 75 thousand people they had in there, okay? And then taking it and put it in front of the fucking 27 people in the fucking NWA fucking flag crowd. You know what I'm saying? This was a fucking wrestling match. This goddamn thing had no fucking holes in it. Nope. And it was Great. <laughs> it was the best part of night night two, in my opinion.
3: Oh, definitely. And I'm not usually honest to God. I'm not usually a big triple threat triple threat match fan because I don't what like the, the best
2: triple threat match I've ever seen. Well, we'll I don't know.
3: know. I I still like Michaels, Benoit, and Hunter better. But but this I, is an I easy
2: second. Like I do like that match, but this is the best one I've ever seen. But I will say
1: this. The bad part about a triple threat or a fatal forward is you get a lot of throw two guys out of the ring so two guys could fight in the ring. Mm-hmm. These were three guys just team off on
2: each other the whole match. Yep. And that's, that's, you know, that's why I'm agreeing with Arch. Yeah. This was the best triple threat match I've ever seen in my life. I agree. I agree.
1: You know. And, and you
2: know what? The right
1: guy won.
3: Oh, yeah. Walter, Walter, Walter Gunter Bingo winning was fantastic. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's the right and choice. Sheamus the and and a title.
2: Ash, that's what made it to me. Yeah. like, bah, like I have nothing else to do. I'm just going to jump on these fucking guys. That was the you best.
1: Know, Sheamus and, and Drew don't need the title right now, okay? Mm-hmm. The title is just going to be decoration on them because they still have great matches without it walter though needs it to stay on the top of the card because i'd actually like to see because we don't know where they're going yet with the world heavyweight title the undisputed champion maybe in a few months down the road we get walter versus roman or walter versus cody right he doesn't have to win but at least he would give them a damn good fight yes you know so
2: and and that 29 beats of the bill bellamy
1: yeah that was good. Shit. Yeah. That was brutal. That
2: <laughs> was a great fucking match.
3: Yeah, I agree. The next match is completely forgettable. <sighs> it's completely,
2: totally rememberable, isn't it?
3: No, no, that's the ladies' match, right? Bianca Belair
2: and yeah. Asuka. And I am oh, actually, Jesus. I am
3: actually, um, I I'm a huge Oscar fan. Sorry, women's I, I skipped that match. Women and that's fine. You I don't miss believe any, it. You didn't miss anything. That's so what, is, what I said. It was
2: memorable. That's why I said it, I thought it was. But go ahead. Sorry, I won't the.
3: Interrupt. This is the complete opposite of the women's championship match we saw the night before. Yes. In that again, I I am on record. I'm a huge Asuka fan. I think Asuka is is one of the f- probably top 3 women's wrestlers in the planet right now. But I didn't care about this. I just didn't care. And I have next to no notes other than it's forgettable and Bianca won. I don't I have know. anything. I have nothing. Bianca but- notes. Uh, go, go ahead there.
2: I don't want to hate on anybody because if you guys like the modern stuff, that's fine. I don't have a lot of interest in Bianca Belair.
1: Neither do I. Neither do I. There's
2: nothing for me.
1: My notes are this is a polar opposite to the SmackDown Women's title match. Both of them were very botchy, but Bianca is usually botchy in her matches, and here's why. She is an athlete pretending to be a wrestler as opposed to a wrestler who is an athlete. You catch my drift? Mm-hmm. She's a high jumper. She's a basketball player. She's a, a long distance runner. She is not a wrestler. This is why she didn't win the NXT women's title because they knew there was nothing they could do for her with it once she had it. Her feud with Bayley was lackluster. Her feud with Charlotte was lackluster. She doesn't, and- ha- she
3: doesn't have, she doesn't, that, and I don't mean to cut you off, No, no. But you made a good point. She's a great athlete. Right. Because I always want to say, I sit here in a fucking chair. I'm not a pro wrestler. Right. So I, 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 she's a great athlete, but she has no, I don't understand. She has no goddamn charisma. Right. But But her
1: ring entrance is full of it. Oh, sorry. No, her ring entrance is full of it. She whips her hair around. She does that twirl. She dances to the ring. That's what I want to see in the ring. Then she gets to the ring and becomes the drizzling shits.
3: Yeah.
2: Same next year. Next year, guys, if we're watching fucking WrestleMania again and we're not all dead or whatever, (laughs) um, if you tell me Asuka is going to wrestle Rhea Ripley, I'll go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, watch that goddamn thing. No, I but think Oscar to go against Rio. If I gotta watch Oscar fucking wrestle Charlotte Flair, i ain't gonna fucking watch it.
1: They had a good match last year, but it wasn't the best match. But I don't think Oscar was the right person to put against Bianca. I think a Carmella or a a, a Sonya Deville again. You know what I mean? A younger. The only.
3: The would only way this. The only way this could have worked is if Asuka won. Right but they're not ready to give up on the Bianca Belair experiment. Nope. And that will, be, that, that will be, that will be, that will be to their detriment.
1: Yep. Um, you know, everybody but, that was, you, you, the way they walked, walked, we walked into every night of WrestleMania was, well, the USOs have been champions for 475 days. Gunther has been champion for 296 days. Bianca has been champion for a calendar year. Roman's up, you know, 945 days. Well, yeah, but when do these people lose their titles? Because, We're not in the territory days where Bruno held the title for 8,000 days. Right. A long title reign doesn't really do anything sometimes. If a title reign sucks, you have to nip it in the Mm bud. You know, or if it's run its course, you know, that's my, my opinion, nothing against Bianca. I think she was great chasing the title, but once she has the spotlight on her now, I just think that she's folding under the pressure.
3: Yeah, we agree. We agree on that. And Bianca B. will move on to the next thing. <laughs> Which, yeah, you yeah, gotta give the alley-oop.
1: Snoop on the spot was great. To the,
3: yes, to the Snoop D-O-double-G. Uh, we have the Miz. We have Snoop. They're in the ring doing a thing. Miz turns up... I don't want to
2: make fun of it because the guy got hurt, but I'm going to say what I think.
3: It doesn't matter. He shouldn't have been there anyway. Um, like father like son, we quad. Yeah, and and, and again, I, I like Shane McMahon, but yes, I don't want to, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him in 2023. You know, you know what, Nate, when his music hit, I popped because
1: knowing that there was a potential sale on the table of WWE, I thought, okay, if he comes out tonight and does this with the Miz, and then he shows up on Raw tomorrow and says, By the way, the contract on the sale of the WWE says McMahon but it doesn't say Vince McMahon I would have
3: popped. <laughs> great you know meme was- a great a great meme I saw today they had a picture of that you know like the Vince in in yeah. in, in, in Cleveland and and, and Shane in, in uh Panama, Panama City. City. Yep. But they instead of Shane's face it had Snoop's face.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know what the funniest part about it is? What? If you watch it as as the actual show is going on, mm-hmm. the crowd is saying, "You still got it, right?" And Shane and and Michael Cole's like, "Shane can still go," and Oops. Michael Cole's like, "Shane can still go," and the crowd's like, "You still got it," and, and then he leapfrogs and. And breaks his fucking leg. Yep. his quad. Clean off the bone.
3: The family injury for the McMahons. Yep. The only <laughs> one who ain't broken their quad yet, I think, is Linda. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you take
2: the dick, you're going to break your quad.
1: That way he did the leap from there and so perfectly he landed. And then all of a sudden he was in a huddled mass. I'm like, what happened? You know I what just, I mean? Like, it did, I didn't notice he landed wrong.
3: You know what I mean? So.
2: I just thought it was so funny when the crowd was like, you still got
3: it. Yep. But you got you know, to get, get the alley up to Snoop. Came in the ring and punched. Oh, man. Right Dude, that, that guy that guy, improv like a fucking pro. Yep. yep. And I don't think anybody told him to.
1: I think he really. Oh, he no, got,
2: no. Oh, no, no, no. Go. He got told to.
1: I don't know but he jumped in the ring pretty fast.
2: He got told to get in the ring, but that, that female referee, she was like, yeah. people elbow, people elbow. That was the worst part elbow. of it. His people elbow sucked. He couldn't hit the ropes. But whatever.
1: It's still made for good TV at the end of ending of it. Yes. And poor Mizzy got beaten up for the second night in a row. His suit got ruined. You know. So
3: the Snoop Snoop Dogg got his first WrestleMania victory. Yep. <laughs> without even knowing it was going to happen.
2: Well, I yep. know, and I'm not, I'm not saying nothing against Snoop. 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 But I think it was funny, though. Like, if you watch that that lady referee, I don't know what her fucking name is. But, yeah, I'm
1: not sure either.
2: But she was the pro of the thing. She, like, it she ran it perfectly, yep. It happened. Fucking Shane fucked his leg up. She knew he got fucked up and she immediately she immediately was just like Snoop, people's elbow. And right. Snoop was doing his thing and she was like Snoop, people's elbow. <laughs> and Snoop was just selling. She was like Snoop, people's elbow. And then he hit it and fucking Miz was a champ too. Cause he popped out. he's like cover me. Like, like they told Snoop exactly what to do. I'm not knocking Snoop because Snoop listened to the people that yep. were the professionals and did exactly what he asked him to do. Yep. Like, that was one of the biggest possible cluster fucks in
3: the history of wrestling. And they
1: saved it real quick. They did. Yep. I agree.
3: Snoop, D-O-D, double-double-G. All right. So the next thing is – um. And and I hate to say this because I like both guys, and and I don't care if anybody disagrees with me. Popcorn fart. There are two. There 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 are are three reasons why. We got Edge. We got Balor. Hell in a Cell. First of all, I was I was kind of invested. The storyline is. Really dragged out for a yeah. long fucking it's time. It's been a year.
1: It's been a full year since they turned on him.
3: And and, and and here's here's what I'm saying. I love Edge. I love Finn. The first thing, point number one. Point number one is that uh, literally, Archie, correct me if I'm wrong, the way you book wrestling is the heel gets the advantage until the end, right? Yes. Yeah, Finn Balor has been made to look like a human dildo through yes. this entire feud. So why do I fucking care? Second, right. the second thing, a purple kendo stick. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Red shares, purple kendo sticks, a purple table. Yes. Who painted yes. all
3: this shit? Yeah, right. Well, you know what? Third, <laughs> third, we have a hell in a cell match. That gets stopped for three and a half minutes for blood. I'm out. I'm fucking out. I'm done. This Did you see the sucked. guy on, on Finn's head though? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it, yes. It's, it's not it's, the workers. I'm not no. shitting on the workers. No. No. But I'm out. Because you have done everything. You have done three main things to completely uninvest right. me in this match. I'm out. I agree. I agree. I checked out. My, you my stopped a hell in a cell match for three and a half minutes for blood. Right, get out Magic. of here. I mean, it was one thing. Had
1: they done the Foley spot where he got thrown off the top of the cage, and then they stopped the match? Yeah, by all means, I'm I'm there for that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that was warranted to stop the match. But you're doing it because he, he's bleeding. No, I'm good. Yeah, this you know is I mean? a
3: this is a Moxley blood where I sneeze and John Moxley starts fucking bleeding. Right. This is this is. Hell in a cell match, and you right. stop it because somebody gets busted open. I'm done. I was my no longer, I was no longer invested in the match at all. And again, it's not the guys. I'm sure no. the match
1: was great. It wasn't actually, it was by far one of the more duller um hell in a cell matches. Uh, my notes and were a,
3: and a purple kendo stick.
1: Yeah. My notes were plain and simple. The entrances could have been so much more than they were. I get it, Slayer is a great song. You know, the song they played by Slayer was great for Edge, but that uh disco bowl, um, you know, GIMP match that he Gimp, Gimp match that he wore was a little overdone. <laughs> That's my fucking joke, bro. Okay. Hey, well I'm sorry, man. I said it first. And then Finn comes out with a spiky hat. Okay, good. You know, and then okay, the, the spot where you put the kendo stick in between the cage to lock the guy in. And beat the crap out of him. Why would you let him go at that point then? Just keep knocking the shit out of him until he's out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The spot with the table where Finn jumped off that little ledge piece, obviously that ledge was put there for him to use it, was pretty cool. But, I mean, I would have liked to have seen them go to the top of the cage and Finn get thrown off. If you were going to go all out.
3: Right. You know? I just... just, Yeah. I just couldn't... I just could not... And and I, I don't want to cut you off Archie but no 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 you're good my in, my investment in this was 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 null and void I don't know oh. I just couldn't I couldn't get into it especially after they stopped a hell in a Cell yeah. match for fucking blood and then my last note this feud has been going on a year
1: and in that year's time Edge has beaten Damian Priest count time's at uh, on Raw that he's won six man tags with Dominic and Ray before Dominic turned he won against them at uh, was it Sau- the Saudi show where him and Ray beat Finn and uh, Damian Priest. And the only time Edge lost to the Judgment Day was when they threatened to smash Beth's head in during the the before the mixed tag match. Yeah, and he said I quit because he had to because to save his wife, and they still bashed her brains in. But then him and Beth won the mixed tag match the following time they fought. And he just beat Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. At what point does he sell for the judgment day?
3: Yes, this shit has been horribly booked from the beginning. And I'm it was just not invested in it at all.
1: Edge, I mean this is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then Aaron, you could go ahead and give your notes. Edge kept boasting, I didn't come back to win titles, I came back to make stars. Well, who have you made since you came back? Randy Orton? Because that's the only guy who's actually beaten him on the roster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. How are you not selling for these kids? And Finn Balor is far from a child. He was an already ready-made superstar when he got the WWE. But you book him to lose the hell in a cell at Mania? It's just crappy. Aaron, take it away.
2: I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was... I didn't... How do I say it? Like, you guys are bigger modern fans than I am, so... Maybe I didn't watch all the shit leading up to it, but the match itself I thought was a really good match.
3: But well, uh, and 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 in no way are Arch- in no way are Archie and I taking away from the workers. No, not from Balor and Edge. They did a fit. I not like
2: the fact that the fucking hell in the cell isn't a fucking red. Right. Monstrosity anymore. And that would
3: that would that would hold that would hold a lot more water had they not stopped a hell in a cell match for blood. Right.
2: And and
3: that took me out of it, man.
2: I, I know, I understand that, but don't hold that against the guys that were in the fucking match. I don't. Because that wasn't their thing and respect Finn for it. Because they panned away and Finn was like, fuck that noise. You know, like Finn didn't, Finn didn't want to stop it. Right. You know, the company stopped it. And, um, and that actually
3: has more to do with Peacock than WWE. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um
2: But the match itself was fantastic. And honestly, I think how do I want to say this? I think this was the most um, hunter esque road dog match that you're going to see so far going on the WWE. Because Vince didn't want people hitting people with chairs. Vince right. was the guy that was like, oh, if somebody starts bleeding, turn it off, let's shut it down these guys were fucking each other up. Okay. And they were hitting each other in the head and Vince didn't want any of that shit. If you, can you tell me that if Vince McMahon would have been in charge of booking a match that he would allowed, he would have allowed edge to say, Oh, in this segment of this match, I'm going to throw this ladder directly into the head of Finn Balor.
1: Right. He would have told no, and then he would have fined him if he would have found out he did it anyway.
2: Yeah. So I enjoyed this fucking match, and they I understand what you're saying where they were checking on Finn, kind of held back a little bit of the match, but the match itself was fucking great. It was I good. Enjoyed- I, I had, could have I said had, it was bad you take that that's that little point out of the match I, I think it was i think it was really good
1: but for a hell in a cell match it was not it's not in the top five hell in a cells i will say
2: that i wouldn't say it is either but i'm just saying as a
3: match it's great yeah as a match it's great again i'm not saying anything about the workers and the match was probably great but i i just it just lost me in that. Like I didn't pay I, I didn't pay the attention that I should have after that because I don't know. I got disenchanted. Right. You took away the allure. That's fine. And also I didn't like that edge one.
4: Right. Because again,
3: he's won the he's he won the feud like 9 months ago. Right.
2: I'm not saying the right guy went over. I'm just saying the mat I'm saying the match itself, the body of the match. I enjoyed it. This was the most um hardcore thing that the WWE has allowed to happen in the last few years. Yeah.
1: Since I think Seth Rollins beat the crap out of The feed In the hell of time, they stopped him
3: So I agree with that And for those of you that uh, frequent
2: Like, like they <laughs> Finn fin, fin through And I know this isn't considered Like hardcore now Because we've seen guys Get fucking set on fire and shit Or whatever <laughs> But Which like, is stupid yeah, well, I'm not even I'm not even saying like the fiend set on fire. I'm talking like cactus. Right. Yeah. You, know I mean? you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like in the last like five years, fucking in this match, Finn was just throwing chairs at Edge Edge's head. Right. You know what I mean? That this match was the most hardcore thing that the WWE as allowed on their show in the last five years.
1: I agree. I do agree.
3: And for those of you that frequent adult stores for toys, what? <laughs> be, on, be on the lookout for the purple kendo stick that vibrates. With Finn Balor's head on it.
2: <laughs> and, and, and it's not even a- purple headed dildo thing Um what was cool was if you watch Mania when Finn bled out of his head since he had like that purple dye in his hair yeah where did really where the blood, where? The blood did, did you guys notice the blood that came out of his head yeah it was purple right I was like, "That's fucking cool." Like it, it, it was like a, a thing they didn't even intend on, and and I don't think anybody even noticed it. But it's like since his head was already dyed purple, it's like, oh, the fucking demon bleeds purple. <laughs> I think that was cool. I actually am am the silent the silent minority in this, but I fucking enjoyed this match.
3: Well, now we'll get yeah. to the main event. Yes, Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. No. Ah, yeah. Um and, and and in hindsight having 24 hours to think about it, I have I have the same thought but with an edited calm down period. Mhm. It's Roman. It's Cody. First of all, first of all, first yeah. of all, can I just say, with with Brody's kid, yeah. what a cl- what a class act. I agree. What an amazing moment.
2: Well, that's what I was going to ask. Was you think Tony Khan's going to release him now
3: that he's appeared on WWE? Well he's the
1: first he's the first contracted AEW star has ever appeared on WWE. Th- that'll that'll so, be his
3: next major announcement.
1: Yeah. we we're we we wish uh negative one best on his future endeavors in the WWE.
2: With future endeavors.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah. And it doesn't make co- me a dick that I wrote. Do you think Tony Khan can release that kid? No. <laughs>
2: um.
3: And 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 then I I wrote down um, adrenaline in my soul. Something something. something, Cody, something Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yep. um. But all right, this was this
2: what was been fantastic is if they could have figured out a way for Cody Rhodes to make his entrance at WrestleMania hitting the throne right and then reversing it and putting the thorn the throne back together <laughs> <laughs> sorry hunter like completely reversing his career
3: but go ahead there there are there are very few moments that I that I question WWE's booking, and I don't say that because, and I know that over the past, you know, fifteen years, I don't not even question because I do question it sometimes. I, I, I but I, I like to be the guy that says. The way that they are booking when neckbeards come out, when the show's over, of the company they supposedly hate that they're obviously watching. I hate internet trolls. But anyway, you're watching it, yet you're hating on it. Why are you still watching it? But there are most times where I sit back and I go, man, I may not like that. But I'm going to watch where they go with this. Because, let's be honest... This company knows how to tell a story. Whether we like certain parts of that story or not, they know how to tell a story most times, um, better than any promotion ever. AEW doesn't know how to tell a fucking story. AEW is is a super indie on TNT. Congrats. Congrats. It's, it's the end of the story. They're they're a super indie on TNT. They have some talented stars. MGF MJF is great. Daniel Bryan's great, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not taking away from the talent, but AEW's ridiculous. It is. It's just, it's an afterthought. But this is the biggest wrestling company in the world. And most times I say, okay, I'm willing to sit back and let them tell me the story. This was a miss. Yeah. And I know that people are going to say, oh, wait listen to wait till the story because Cody's gonna get it at Summerslam or Cody's gonna get it here or Cody's gonna get it there. This is literally a strike while the iron is hot moment that they completely right. missed and like Archie just said this is this is Luger and Yoko at SummerSlam 93. yep yep and, and and that's not even me shitting on Roman because my thing about Roman has always been we're in a modern era. And modern era fans don't have a long attention span for a long title reign. You know, Bruno had a long-ass title reign. Hogan had a long-ass title reign. This is the way pro wrestling is, a long-term champion. I get it. And until this WrestleMania, I was on board with it. Right. If it would have been anybody else, I'd have said, let Roman go over. But God damn it, Cody should have won at WrestleMania.
1: Well, you guys are going to hear my thoughts when I was at my angriest, like Nate said, from last night. Because at the end of the show, we're going to pipe in a little something from the Nothing But Trouble podcast of uh, me and a few of my boys talking about what we thought about Roman Reigns retaining. This is my thing. Cody's got to finish the story. Dusty never won the WWE or WWF World Heavyweight title. Well, Dusty never got the challenge for it. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Cody is, is coming back and doing what he's doing, and this, you got to be on Cody. Okay, I'm on team Cody. Give me a damn it. But no. Roman Reigns retains after a great match. The match was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was
3: fantastic.
1: But then Roman wins. Dirty. He can't win clean ever. Where do we go from here? Who is the next challenger? Because if Cody, let's say Roman tells Cody, I, I'm not defending the title against you. You got your Royal Rumble match. I'm done where do we go from here who is the next possible Because he's beaten Drew he's beaten Sheamus he's beaten Cena he's beaten Brock he's beaten Orton Riddle Rollins Paul uh, Logan Paul and now he's beaten Cody who is left you aren't building any other stars yet because all the people on developmental in in NXT are slowly coming to the main roster but they're not being is he going to defend it against Bronson Reed or LA Knight no you haven't given them the spotlight yet. So that's my problem with really. it. You haven't built up any stars. And what I thought would have been a great storyline, I said this in what you're going to hear in a little bit, guys, from me in the Nothing But Trouble Boys. Uh, and I said this in a group chat that I was in uh, for the asylum. And Nate, tell me if this would have been proper booking. Cody wins, right? Yeah. He ends WrestleMania holding up boat belts, ticker tape parade, fireworks going off, right? Monday Night Raw starts, and the first voice you hear is, my name is Paul Heyman, and he comes to the ring with a contract in hand, opens it up and reads, Cody Rhodes, this is the contract you won at the Royal Rumble, which states you were challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania in the main event. Nowhere in this contract does it state you were challenging for the undisputed or universal heavyweight title. Now, that's the title that Roman has 945 days with. The other belt, he only won last year, right? Right. So, now, Paul Heyman could say, give me back the Universal title to put back on Roman. You could let him hold it. You've now diluted both belt. You know, one belt is the World Heavyweight title, one belt's the Universal. Roman goes to SmackDown. Cody's the World Heavyweight Champion on Raw. And you get your Cody moment, which also you still protect Roman.
3: Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely that's why from the that's why from the beginning I thought, why are they making it for both belts? Why? Right. right. Why? Like you can have your cake and eat it too. Right. And well, yeah, I just I thought this was a huge misstep. And that is probably. not that is not that is not discounting Roman. That is not discounting what they're trying to do with, with him. Nope. But Cody should have won last the last night, man. Without a doubt. What do you think, Aaron? I am going to disagree with
2: you guys. And I wanted Cody to win. I'm not going to say I didn't want it for the, the goddamn, it was great. It happened, but I'm glad that he didn't because I look at the fact that it's a uh, it's not the um last chapter of the story you know what i mean like like it's a it, it, i'm trying to look at it as this is the middle of the story so where are we going to go at from here and if we get to like whatever the next I know it's not going to be a backlash Puerto Rico or whatever. But if we get to SummerSlam and Cody's not the champ, then I'm going to be like, this is bullshit. But I look at it as let Roman get to um, the 1000 mark. And I...
3: I disagree
2: I I think it's better for him to be Defeated that way And also If you look at it from The WWE aspect And However you want to look at it Cody left Right Cody left Mm -hmm. And He became an AEW guy Correct Correct Yes. So, and I'm not knocking Cody because Cody is in my top three favorite current professional wrestlers. It's like Cody, Miz, and um, 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 um. This is gonna sound stupid. Guess who my three favorite fucking current wrestlers are? Cody, Miz. Dexter Loomis. I know okay. that's but those are the guys I like. Um, If I'm booking my company, I take Roman Reigns, who has been my champion for 945 days, and now I bring this guy in who left and has come back three years later, and he's an AW guy, and he beats him in their first fucking match.
1: Well, I mean, that's not a bad way of
3: looking at it. Real right? I look at it as Luger, Yoko at 93, SummerSlam, and whatever the fuck WCW did with Sting at Starcade 97. It's a gigantic misstep. Because sometimes, no matter what... It's no ma- no matter no it's, matter no matter what the, your intention it,
2: is. Fucking five guys beat him.
3: I know, but I'm saying five no matter, no matter what your intention is, no matter what your intention is going in, this is the biggest show of the year in the biggest company on the planet. And at some point. Why can't you just give people what they want? Right, fuck them. No, not fuck them. Just give them what they want. It made it made it made so. But much... I'm not saying Roman isn't great. He's fucking great. I get you it. Gotten over great, you know, yes. But at, what, some point, honestly, at some point, at some point, at some point, you have to call an audible.
2: Honestly, do you know what that match did? That pissed well, me off. Besides
3: that, do you know what that fucking match did? It It tainted Cody's title win eventually. No. Is what it It, did. It's going to make it even sweeter. No, it isn't. Oh, you won on your second try. Good job, kid.
2: No, it's going to make it even sweeter because it's eventually going to be in some kind of cage where nobody else can get involved.
3: But do you know what that fucking match did? But baby faces overcome the odds, don't they? No, listen to what I'm saying. Adrenaline in my soul, something, something. Cody Rhodes. I don't know the lyrics to <laughs> the fucking
2: song. Neither do I. That's why I said Those something, the something. something right.
4: That's The lyrics.
2: <laughs> what that fucking match did was honestly elevated one other guy. who solo in a hoodie and a hoodie. Right. Cause now, now that feud is gonna spark off solo and Cody and it's going to lead eventually up to him. And it's going it, to, it, it's going to bleed into this. It's going to bleed into that. It's going to be a Raven Tommy dreamer esque fucking feud where everybody's involved and eventually we're going to we're going to get a payoff with Cody beating fucking Roman. It's a goddamn wrestling storyline and that's what I'm trying to tell people. Don't look at the fucking first two or three chapters of the story bitch about it when you get to the finals and you don't fucking hate it. That's well then I will eat my words. Goddamn story. And Cody's only been there for six
3: fucking months. No, he hasn't. He's been there since 2009.
1: He came in at WrestleMania. No, but he came back at WrestleMania last year. But then he had three months off with the injury of his pec.
3: Yeah, uh, but it's a story. No, and, no,
1: no, I agree. And,
2: and, 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 and am story. So do not get pissed off until you get to the final goddamn chapter.
3: Well, if it happens at WrestleMania 40 fine if it happens at summerslam it was a bust why right. why because you're building the madison square garden right right so don't give me the finish of my fucking story in allentown right if would... it ha- if if it finishes at summerslam it was a bust and... because you should have done it when the iron was hot what right. regardless of what your original plan was Sometimes you have to improvise. Oh, we should have we should have it.
1: That's cool. No, 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 because hold on. Your argument was that Cody No, Ross
3: Russo like has going. no idea. No, 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 no. It's no, okay. no, no, no. sorry. No. So
2: I said Russo. Did. No. No. No.
3: No, because no. Russo, Russo would have done it on Smackdown on February 7th. Right. For free. Um i pay saying, off. You pay off the story at I'm fucking WrestleMania. But here's
5: an
2: argument I, I, for Aaron. I, I, this is what I want to happen.
3: <laughs> I'm being very combative right now. I yes, you are. This is I just you want I feel very see. passionately about this. this though. We're talking about pro wrestling. This We're is talking why about... you don't watch
1: the main product, Nate, because it gets you too hyped up. <laughs> it's
3: it, it it it's. Aaron, it's can I make an argument me. for you? To me, it is, it is like, go ahead. it is like, no, go ahead. All right.
1: You said Cody left and went to AEW, which he built AEW from the ground up. Let's and, see. and, and everybody is mad or maybe or No, anything. no, 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 no. I know you're not.
3: But no, you're he should be ashamed.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You're saying that he came back and they shouldn't just give him the title. Now I get that he came back too. And wasn't just given the world heavyweight title, but he was giving, given other titles. Drew McIntyre did the same exact thing, and he did it first. He traveled through every indie. He went to Impact. And then when he came back, he won the NXT World Heavyweight title. He won the Intercontinental title. He won the tag team titles. And then guess what? He main evented WrestleMania, even though it was during the pandemic, and he won the World Heavyweight title because he won the Royal Rumble. So the Rumble, in my opinion, should have a better success rate for winners going on and winning the, world, the, the main event at WrestleMania than Money in the Bank but that's not the way it is. The last Royal Rumble winner who won the Rumble and went on to win the World Heavyweight title was Roman Reigns, and that was four years ago. And if we look at his storyline and his arc of being a champion for now 945 days, the last guy who main-evented three or four manias in a row as a champion or challenging for it, hey, guess who it was? You ready? You guys, ready to find out who that last person was? Ready. Hulk Hogan. WrestleMania Four. He wasn't in the main event at WrestleMania Four, right? Macho Man and DiBiase were. Right. But in five, he challenged for the title. Six, he was the champion. Seven, he challenged. He fought Sid in the main event, even though it should have been Savage or Flair. Now but seven, then, it was Slaughter. No seven, it was Slaughter. Eight it was Sav- him, him and Sid instead of Savage versus Flair, And at nine, he stole Bret Hart's title when Bret Hart lost to Yoko. So we're putting Roman Reigns at the same upper echelon as Hogan. So he's
3: the new Hogan. He's the new Cena. Even yeah. Cena didn't do this. And I'm Cena even okay with it. I'm even okay with that. My my big issue is with this one night. Right. And the decision making for this one night
1: night it was like vincent man stopped at the ending of night one and went we're not booking night two like that i'll handle this get out of the way paul you know
2: i'm, just, that- saying, I'm just saying i like the fact that fucking, and like i said i'm a huge cody rhodes fan huge cody rhodes fan okay i like the fact that he lost.
3: Finished the story. Right. Got killed at WrestleMania. Right. You've been killed all over. It. it got killed at WrestleMania. Roman The Roman,
1: Express, the Roman fuck, Express ran you over.
3: Fuck finish or not, it got killed at WrestleMania. I agree. And well, maybe what should have happened was that
2: um he dumped
3: uh Roman or maybe he maybe maybe this. Maybe, maybe, maybe Solo maybe, comes maybe, in. Maybe, Hold maybe, on. Maybe, maybe Solo maybe. comes in, tries to give him the spike. He ducks the spike, pushes Solo out of the ring, and then proceeds to beat Roman for the title. Right. And now Roman could say the usos and, and Solo
1: didn't help him, so they abandoned him. You let Roman go away for a few months, comes back as either a baby face or still heel
2: or Nate, maybe what could have happened was that um, Cody goes to hit Roman, but accidentally um, hits the referee, and then he rolls up Roman, and another referee comes in and counts him one, two, three, and raises his hand, and then the referee that got hit gets back into the ring, and goes, uh-uh-uh, Cody hit me, so he's disqualified, Roman's still the champ, and then in front of all of those people, we go, oh, uh, Cody got disqualified, he's not the champ, it's actually Roman, and it was a dusty finish. Yeah,
1: I think a dusty finish would have called for it.
2: You know, no, uh, <laughs> no, you're telling me a Cody Rhodes possible victory in front of all of those people actually being a dusty finish. Wouldn't I would have had this.
3: A- I'm not saying it's not hubris, I'm <laughs> saying this is WrestleMania. This is where you finish a story, this isn't where you start a story.
2: I, I will say that tag on me. Don't. I'm just saying, and I don't want to argue about it anymore. Because
3: I'm I'm obviously argumentative about this. I'm. I'm This is like this is to me. To me, this is the most unsatisfying WrestleMania finish for a title match. Uh, uh, Clarifying for a a world title match, it's the most unsatisfying title match finish since WrestleMania 16. I agree. Because the story of WrestleMania 16, the way they booked it, Mick Foley should have won that fucking belt.
1: Yep. I agree.
3: But anyway, that's okay. this. And and again, again we, yep, have, our disagre- we have our disagreements because we're pro wrestling fans and it's good right. to be passionate about it. I love it. I love the conversation. I just think Cody should have won. I think they didn't strike when the iron was hot. And I think when he does win it, which I think he will, it's going to be less satisfying. Right. I agree. That's okay.
1: All right. Nate, thank you for running the show as far as letting us know what happened at Boat Nights. Aaron, thank you for being here. Nate, thank you for being here. Any parting words before we kick it over to the Nothing But Trouble guys?
3: <laughs> I think I said everything I had to say. <laughs>
2: Aaron,
1: anything else you'd like to say?
3: Um,
2: I respect everybody's opinions, and I enjoyed discussing WrestleMania 39 with you guys. and it, it was actually a um turn around for me because i've tried multiple times to watch modern stuff now but this re- these how do i say it i know you guys didn't like the second night but both nights of wrestlemania this year in my opinion were really fucking good
3: Oh no, I, I I enjoyed both nights. I just thought right. that, that I thought that night one was better than night two. Night one was better, but I did enjoy. I enjoyed the whole experience. It oh was, yeah, it was a great mania. Oh yeah,
2: but I just it, it's it's intriguing me to watch, and continue to me watch and continue. Uh, they want to bring back uh, bring back their. That. So that's good. It, It's it's making me want to sit down tomorrow since I'm off and watch the fucking roll after WrestleMania. Right. You know what I mean? And part of that is because, Oh, Roman beat Cody. What's going to happen next? You know, that mm-hmm. that's, that's your you're
1: the, the demographic. It. They want to get back fans that have not watched in a long time. So if that, if that clicked, and that helps them with the the rating on RAW and on SmackDown. Then you're what they want. Nate and I, on this, on the other hand, and this is not a knock at you or any of the fans who have walked away before in the past. Nate and I, being hardened, we've been watching for so long, we've grown accustomed to being let down. But like this was a major middle finger to all of us, going, yeah, Vince is, is still not giving us what we want, you
2: know. So he's mustached now.
1: Yes, he is. Vince, mustache Man <laughs> I've been saying for the last 4 days since I saw <laughs> him with the mustache, he's trying to look like Paul Baird to will the undertaker out of retirement. Mustached McMahon. Yes, Mustached McMahon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to kick it over to myself, Anthony Rocky and Jimmy Wayne talking about our feelings about the main event. Jimmy Wayne, Jimmy Wayne, not Wang. I wish I knew Jimmy Wang, but no. Uh, Jimmy Wayne uh, and we're going to talk about our thoughts on the Roman Reigns match a little more in depth and how mad we were uh, 30 minutes removed from the actual ending of the match but thank you all for joining us for this part stay tuned for a little bit more going on now all right ladies and gentlemen yes this is the host of if you smell what the just cooking Archie Mitchell and uh, thank you to Nate and Aaron for joining me on the other part of the podcast uh, here tonight but what you are hearing now is being recorded minutes after Wrestlemania 39, night two went off the air. I'm joined by my Nothing But Trouble podcast mates, Jimmy the Deacon of Pain Wayne. What's up? Rocky Zero. Adrenaline
0: in my soul.
1: (laughs) And Mr. Anthony Zero. Hey, how you doing there? All right, so what we're doing here is, is we're all kind of disgruntled, and we wanted to get our voices out. Uh, on what happened at WrestleMania 39 tonight. Uh guys, the the conversation at hand is Roman Reigns is still the world heavyweight champion. The undisputable
5: cody lost
1: I'm I'm pissed. I'm mad.
6: Well all right listen listen to how we'll start this off Archie. We'll do this Go on the ahead. fly. You start it off and you give us your rant for a few minutes and then we'll move right. down the line to uh Warsaw, jimmy right. and then myself i see myself at the bottom there and Got everybody it. get a little time of what they feel of, of the the future of wwe and we can even talk about the possible sale that might happen right. tomorrow and exactly how that might exactly. impact things
1: all so right well, here, off, here goes um has roman reigns did a great job as world heavyweight champion yes has Roman Reigns been a stellar world heavyweight champion? Yes, but you are now going on the three-year mark of him as world heavyweight champion. It was announced during his entrance that he is now main evented three WrestleManias in a row defending the world heavyweight and universal championship. That's ridiculous. Hulk Hogan in his heyday was barely main eventing because he was you know, not always the main event. He was just on the card. Uh, you know, uh, uh, WrestleMania four, he was not the main event. You know what I mean? WrestleMania eight, he was not the main event. It's ridiculous that you would let Roman Reigns do this. But then, after all the build up that you had with Cody Rhodes finishing the story, his dad never wanted his his children and his and negative one, Brody Lee's son is at ringside. He's put all his heart into it, and then you let us all down by letting Roman Reigns lo- win, but also win dirty. He couldn't even beat him clean, you know. uh, How do you how do you expect us to feel? And I get it—the shock value, the awe, the okay—we don't know what's about to happen next. But honestly and truthfully, who the hell is left on that roster to put against Roman Reigns now? Whether it be at SummerSlam, Backlash, or any pay per view, are we really relying on the hopes that The Rock is going to come back again? But now at forty, and maybe challenge Roman Reigns, and then what? He's a part timer who wouldn't be there to defend the title 40 so this
0: he's, he's 50
1: no at wrestlemania 40 is oh. what I'm saying <laughs> uh it just makes no sense you 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 know what I mean you you took all the air out of the arena and I'm going to I'm going to say it WrestleMania night 1 was fantastic it was one of the best Wrestlemanias I, I've ever watched I give watched. it
6: I give it I give it uh, a a great pay-per-view yeah
1: but then you great have WrestleMania pay-per-view. night 2 of 39 and it's horrible. It's like two different people booked those shows. It was like two different WrestleManias. It sucked, night two. It was bad. Every match felt forced. Every match felt like filler. The stuff with Shane McMahon would have been great if he didn't get injured. You know what I mean? Okay, the IC title match was great between Gunter and Walter and and, and Sheamus. But then the Bianca Belair match in Oscar was horrible. The women's tag match was horrible. The... Hell in a Cell match was okay, but it was by far a dull cell, hell in a cell. And now we get to our main event. We're like, yeah, Cody's going to win. And there's Vince McMahon and Triple H with the middle finger going, nope, fuck you. That's that's all I got. I'm, 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 I'm not going to go on and on anymore. I, I'm, I'm, I'm devastated. What's though? up? Yeah. Uh,
6: What's up, Jimmy? You just take over uh, next. Give us your take for a couple of minutes, and then we'll all just jump in there and just let it flow after that.
0: What's up? I- I I don't know I I hate being this wrestling fan to complain but it's like it's because I know it's corny but like it's just so dumb for me the way they like they do this it's just you you bring in Cody he wins the rumble he's white hot and then just to have him lose to Roman Reigns so Roman gets to a thousand days. It's pretty ridiculous. And then, <clears throat> you know, like, right, like Hogan. Never mind Hogan. Let's go to Cena. Cena was the poster boy. Cena made them money hand over foot with the kids, and he was every kid's superhero. And God bless him, he's done a six hundred make-a-wishes. They never did this with Cena. Cena never had a thousand-day run. Cena right. never met Cena never defended the title three years in a row you know look at a guy like bret hart he, well, he was at the main event 9 10 and 12. he lost two of those matches Shawn michaels main event did 11 12 and 14. lost two, two out of two out of the three the edge and finn balor match was fun um i th- was really annoying when they had to stop the match when we had a little bit of, of, of paint, but whatever. It was an entertaining match, but I don't know. This Roman Reigns thing is just it's ridiculous. I don't get it. Is Roman, as a heel, making them that much money? Is he drawing that much? Like, I don't the, know. I don't
1: the, the, the Nielsen ratings wouldn't suggest that, but that's another point to be made.
0: I just, I don't, are they just being stubborn? Like, I don't, you know, and then it's really dumb when I think, okay, so why wasn't Roman the guy to break the WrestleMania taker streak? Why was it Brock? Like, right. at least it should have been Roman. Well, he's the new Bruno San Martino at this point. So well, he, he wasn't
6: a fair statement. Not to uh, cut you off for a second, he he
0: wasn't ready yet. He wasn't. He just wasn't ready yet. Yeah, but you think that they didn't know he was gonna be the guy? So let Taker beat Brock that year. How many matches after Taker? Two later. Two later Brock? after after Brock, he lost to – he lost the, uh, he beat Punk, and then he lost to Roman. Okay, but after Brock, how many Mania matches did he have? Uh, well undertaker punk.
6: under undertaker law no he beat punk then lost the next year to lesnar then yeah. beat bray wyatt then the year after that he lost to roman reigns did i get right. that in order
1: yeah and then he beat john cena in that squash match
4: mm-hmm. and that
0: was it so yeah three point. other they matches after roman after they lesnar could've, they could have held off and just waited for roman to beat the guy to break the streak right like, whatever
5: jimmy are you there Yeah, I'm here, waiting for my brother to finish, and then I'm going to put my rant on. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Jimmy. The mic is yours. I want to begin with, I'm tired of people, wrestlers, shoved down our throat. This guy's been shoved down our throat since 31, WrestleMania 31. Yep that's going 8 years now. He finally became a heel. Okay, great. That's good. Put him with Paul Heyman. Took you 5 years to finally get Roman Reigns. Now you have to put two the both belts on him. Both belts on him. Now where are we going here? Now now who who could we really 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 uh in the roster currently that's going to beat him. You wanted to get the thousand users are currently going for at least a thousand days. But my problem with this streak going on is you have both belts on him. You can't develop someone new or give them a title run or a reign. It's only Roman. Uh I, it came to a point where I said this to you guys earlier. If Hulk Hogan and John Cena had a baby, it's Roman Reigns.
6: And I agree. That was an incredible uh
5: It, it, incredible it really, really pisses me off. Uh, it was... and, the mother,
6: and the mother was Vince McMahon.
5: Oh, yeah. The mother is always Vince <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> She's Mother Earth of WWE. Uh, I, I don't know. So basically, what I feel is going to happen, that either way, it's they painted themselves in a the corner. So one. you're going to give us, at most, SummerSlam he's going to lose, he's going to become a babyface, and then WrestleMania 40, you're going to expect <laughs> him to get the title back, has a babyface, and then he's right. shoved down our throats from there on to get a babyface run up with the title. Get the fuck out of here.
0: No, he, he's main eventing as champion next year. It makes no sense for him to lose it at all. Okay, now, to who to what meet. I want to
5: bring up, I want to ask everybody before uh, you go, Ange. Or okay. if you want to add it to your point, you could start it off too.
6: No, no, then no. I'll you answer be, your question.
5: Who should be the guy then to end this? Eventually, it's going to have to come down to someone. <laughs> Who's going to be the guy?
1: If it's not Cody, then it should be Gunther. And I hate calling him that because his real name is Walter. But it has to be Gunther because he's the strongest and toughest on the roster that they've built up.
5: Rocky?
0: If not Cody, I I guess Gunther? I'm at a point where I don't
5: even give a shit anymore. That's how nervous I am. Uh, And i will take it. Well, let me answer who... Okay,
6: I'm going to give you fantasy booking for a second before I get into my spiel. Okay. But this is the guy that I feel will take it because I know how the wrestling industry works as of lately. And my take is the guy that will uncrown Roman Reigns and you'll say, wow, he really didn't need to crown up Roman Reigns. How the hell did that happen?
1: Randy Orton. Damn, that would be bad. Randy Orton.
6: Randy Orton comes back white hot, comes in a streak, and eventually takes it off. And your main event at WrestleMania 40 is Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, that just happened, gentlemen. Well,
1: guess guess Now, now, now,
6: now, now. now. Hold on.
1: Before you go into your rant, uh, hold on, though. If that's happening, if that's the book, I'm not going with you to WrestleMania next year. (laughs) I'm not going.
6: Now, if I was fantasy booking, if I was fantasy booking, this is what I would do. And people will say I'm crazy, and they'll leave comments, and they'll say this. But this is the way that you build a superstar. Braun Breaker. You bring him tomorrow night to the main roster. He works up by SummerSlam. I've been saying this. How long have I been saying this to you, Archie? How long have I been Uh, saying this to you?
1: Since about six months.
6: Since about six months a year. Yep. By SummerSlam, he should have the title off of Gunter. He should be the Intercontinental Champion by SummerSlam. That is my prediction for Braun Breaker. Now, I would Build him up. Make him as strong as possible. Put a rocket on his back and shoot him straight to the moon. He has the size. He has the look. He has the wrestling ability. His mic skills are a little bit flat right now, but I think we can get there.
1: I think we could build him up. He's if, they, if, they really him into, if they turn him into a uh, uh, Scott Steiner and you let him just go wins, loose,
6: yeah. Win the Royal Rumble. Go to wrestlemania 40 in philadelphia and take the title off that's if i was fantasy booking if i had it my way and i was running a company and i would see how this kid works this kid i think is ready he's ready to go forward now i will start my rant my rant is very simple we have to forget about hulk hogan the hulk hogan era was the touring era, was the, uh uh uh, uh what was it called when uh, there was uh, uh, different territories Hogan's all over the ter- ter- oh, territory era? Yes. Territory area. So Hulk Hogan having the belt on him was, we trust Hulk Hogan to be our champion. We don't trust such and such guy because he came from this other territory, and Hulk Hogan's not going to screw us over. That's right. why Hulk Hogan had the belt on him so long. We are not in the Territory Era. We are out of the Territory Era forever. I now, agree. my point is, you have your Bret Hart's, you have your Shawn Michaels, you have your Steve Austin's, and you had your guys. Now, look at that crop from the Attitude Era. How good of a crop of wrestlers was The Undertaker. Bro, Sid, Sid uh, uh, Vicious in there. Beautiful Kurt crop Angle. of wrestlers. Okay, now you move forward to Kurt Angle. You move forward to the Rock. You move forward to Steve Austin. Bam! You move forward to okay Chris Benoit. You move forward to Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Eddie move Look at Eddie Guerrero. Look how deep
4: Jericho. those
6: talent pools were. Now, right. let me get to the let me get to the not so recent guys, and I'm making trying to make a valid point here
3: for you Go guys on. to
6: understand this. The not so recent future. You had guys like Sheamus as the champion. You had Jericho had a little bit of a reign as champion. I'm talking about the second half of his career. Mm-hmm. You had guys. You had bullshit guys on SmackDown. The Jack Swagger's. Unfortunately, Rey Mysterio's at that time. You had Kali as the champion. Yeah, oh, oh, okay, that was bad. Mark Henry. But then, right. But then you always had the main champions, which was the cro- big three, in my opinion: Edge, Randy Orton, John Cena and it would go back and forth. There was three main stable superstars. Now, you have... Now, how you many belts to did you second... have, though? My, you my had two. There was two you belts. Had two. You had two, but one of the belts always mattered because it was on one of those guys. That is my point. 100%? So now, so now let me let me move forward to this argument. Okay, you move to the uh, third quarter, let's say, of John Cena's career. Maybe fourth quarter, whatever. however you want to say it. Randy Orton, Edge was gone. You had Brock Lesnar. Okay, those were your guys. You were building Seth Rollins. You were building Roman Reigns. You had Punk at the time. You had a crop. You had Daniel Bryan at the time.
0: Daniel Bryan, yeah.
6: Now, look at the good talent pool. Now, let's fast forward. Let's fast forward to the last four years. Let's fast forward. Definitely, I have a question for you guys. Who was the number two best wrestler? Number two best superstar wrestler.
0: In WWE right now?
6: In WWE right now.
0: Daniel. In the last three years?
6: No. Now, today,
4: 2023.
0: Alex
5: Drew McIntyre? Seth Rollins. personal, oh, KO. Seth Rollins.
0: Seth Rollins.
6: Seth Rollins, right? I like
0: Seth Rollins. I'm but curious. let me
6: ask you. Okay, so they're, they're the number two guys. Would you put Seth Rollins? Okay, you put him in that, that mountain with those guys, right? But mm-hmm. they've done him and Roman Reigns a hundred times.
0: It's, well, it's, not, well dealt, it's not
6: fresh. It's not fresh. Let, let me finish. Let me finish my rant. Sorry. You've done that a hundred times. So you don't have a new, fresh, top feud for him to work with. That's why he's the champion. He is number one because there is no definitive number two. There was a definitive number two with John Cena. There was a definitive number two with Hulk Hogan. There was a definitive number two with Bret Hart. There was a definitive number two with Steve Austin. You get the point that I'm trying to make. This is the worst developmental talent pool of wrestling I've ever seen in my entire life. We you have know, not built a fucking superstar in the last five years. Who was the last young fucking superstar that was built in the last five years? Tell me, because I'm dying to know. Because, KO okay, for you one, brought year. KO,
2: Finn Ka- Balor.
6: Ka- okay, KO, was, KO and Finn Balor, they came from Japan. Everybody knew who the hell they were. Who right. came out of their developmental system? No Tell one. me this guy. Okay.
0: No
6: the no, last right. guy that came out was. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. DM Even Seth bro. Rollins, okay, you knew he was a, you you really didn't know who he was that serious unless you were a super duper duper hardcore,
1: Right. Uh,
6: a guy with Ring of Honor, but it wasn't that big at the time, it wasn't. But you knew, what was his name, Tyler Black? Yep. Okay, the point I'm trying to make is, I've been saying this to Archie for years now, where is the build superstar to be built to produce the future of a young talent that's 27 28 because we did this before we were building guys like seamus they built guys like jack swagger they built guys that were coming up okay you had yeah, a veteran
0: bro, they would always get fed to cena so it, it, it they didn't build no one because they would just feed them to cena
6: not necessarily because but i mean they was on the other brands at that time they was Cena, yes, Cena had the golden shovel, but Cena wasn't this dominant, guys. This is the most dominant champion I've ever seen, and especially the non-territorial era. And you realize, guys, how long has AEW been around,
1: Archie? Uh, Four years.
6: Four years. In that that four-year reign, he was before that he was dominating with one promotion. Yep. Guys, we've got to give him all the credit in the world we have to give. He is the only franchise. He sells the most merchandise. He draws the most people. Now, let me ask you guys a question, and I'll finish my rant with this. Now, you are going to tune in to see Roman Reigns lose. Am I correct?
1: Um, We uh, hope so, yes. Uh,
5: uh, yeah. I have no choice. I okay, have, no choice. have no choice. It's highway robbery, I feel. <laughs> I have no choice.
6: Okay, so hence my point. He got ya. He got you to tune in and give their, the WWE their viewership. Because now, after so many years, you will tune in to see if, if this is the night that Roman Reigns loses. For the next 12 pay-per-views until WrestleMania, you will tune in every main event that Roman Reigns is in there. To see
5: is this the night he loses the championship? I'm getting they got to give us some kind of reward. I don't think they are. I really, really don't think they are. I, All I, right, they, I'll tell you what they need to do, but then it's not going to happen. They need to drop the, the world heavyweight title, the WWE world heavyweight title. Off of Listen,
6: we, we, me and you have been crying about this for months now we've come up with every scenario every it's which way me you and archie sonny what to, to to take this belt one of the belts off and we came up with some beautiful scenarios go over yes. the scenario mm-hmm. for them yes.
1: yep.
6: tell the people at home the beautiful
5: booking and scenarios you came up with i came up with uh no archie came up with the best one i came up with one of you have you, someone representing the USA Network coming and saying that we haven't had a world champion in, our, in on Raw in so-and-so uh, months, so we're stripping him and we want a World Heavyweight title. Just strip him. It saves him. Clean. He's never been pinned. You right. could have done it. If Cody Rhodes would have won tonight, uh, Archie, tell him you're uh, – My idea was
1: Cody wins it, and he's holding up boat belts to end the show. It's a feel-good moment, and then you go to Monday Night Raw, and the first face and and voice you hear is Paul Heyman. He walks out with a contract in hand, and he says, this contract states that the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a shot at the world heavyweight title, not the undisputed heavyweight title, not the universal title. So Cody Rhodes, you may be the world heavyweight champion, but that blue universal title goes back to Roman Reigns. Now, that's the title – Roman has held for 945 days. So mm-hmm. keep that belt. That's the belt he's got the, the record with. I could live and, with that. And now you've split up the titles and it makes the most sense. And then how about this? Let's do it this way. You have
6: him, okay, try to, uh, you have him do another match with Roman Reigns and you have a bullshit, hopefully he finished. Of a draw, double count out, right, uh interference or whatever, and they just part ways from
1: there. Right. Never to be touched again, never for them to ever be in each other's faces. And you it's bring
6: somebody in to start a feud with. But like for instance, okay. Th- this is my question now. Now that Cody Rhodes, okay, is this the was this the beginning of the end or the beginning of the starting? According to now. Triple
1: H at the press conference, he said, tune in tomorrow night on Raw because this is just the beginning of Cody Rhodes. story. it's not over. But, I mean, that could mean anything. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, oh, it shit. means you a six-way I mean? tag team match. Uh, the Usos right, and their brother versus uh, right. KO, Sammy,
1: and... Uh, yeah,
6: that's at Backlash. That's, that's, oh. that's Lock It Up.
1: Oh, and guaranteed at ba- when they do that match, Jimmy and guys, it's going to turn into... Okay, KO and, and Sammy's tag titles on the line, and Roman's world titles on the line. And this way, when they when Cody loses again, KO and Sammy could lose the tag titles, and everybody will be pissed at Cody.
5: Oh no, That's no, no. you just open. said a good no. <laughs> I, okay, no, guess but... what? Roman's not even going to be in that. Uh... Six man tag, it's gonna be his uh, the Uso's brother. Wow, you're right. Oh, you might you're be right, right about that. Yeah, Roman's not even gonna be in backlash to defend. No, race. he doesn't
1: have to, he doesn't actually have to even be anywhere wow. in a match for 60 days. That's how heavier wow. it's gonna be.
5: You put all three
6: of the Uso boys yes. versus uh,
1: yeah, and That's if Cody wins, he, gets, Cody and wins, he gets another wins. shot.
0: Wow. I, no, I, I promise you, Cody Rhodes will have a bullshit IC run and then maybe leave. Or do they again. introduce a whole new world title
1: tomorrow and call Roman Reigns just the, the universal champion on SmackDown right. and get rid of the other titles? How do you get rid of the prestigious belt that Hulk Hogan, Bruno San Martino, Bob Backlund, and Archon Michael, Look, oh, Angela, I agree with your statement during your rant, but you said we have to forget about Hulk Hogan. I'm fine with that. But you're telling me that he is now in the uh, the upper echelon. Roman Reigns' reign is there with Bruno and Hogan. So they're no. not letting us forget it. You know? Hear me out. Hear me
6: out. Hear me out. There's records like, let me give you a record in baseball, for instance. There's Ty Cobbs having the most career wins. It's never right. going to happen for a pitcher because he would pitch every single day. Do you understand? Right. He would pitch. So, okay, a pitcher pitches 30 games a, a season now. It's never going to happen. No right. one's going to come close to it. Okay? The, the, the point I'm trying to say is the longevity a person has to have in wrestling and the, 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 the point of, a, uh, of uh, an owner of the promotion saying, well, I'm afraid that this guy might walk away with my title and go to another promotion. That's not happening. You're under contract now.
1: Right. There's no right about
6: fear, friend. There's no fear for me saying, "Well, you know what? I want to try a different <laughs> thing today, and I want to try this today." It's not. There's no fear in it. We, we can keep it on him for forever, and there, he's under contract.
0: Can I? He's not uh, going
6: nowhere else.
0: Boys, can this I, is you... why I stopped watching wrestling years ago.
5: <laughs> All right, I'm. I'm, I'm going to be uh, devil's advocate if I'm saying it right.
3: Do we mm-hmm. really?
5: Let's really look at the signs. They warned us. Number one, Cody beat uh why can't I think of uh that was Solo. Solo. Solo.
1: Solo.
5: okay so he beat that streak so Cody you're still good. Now let's look at the booking. Cody went after Triple H when he went to AEW what broke does a that throne mean? broke broke a throne a chair <clears throat> constantly talked bad about him came back to WWE I don't blame Triple H's ego. So let me get this straight. The guy that we built up for the past seven years, three years holding the title, we're going to give it to this guy who started his own promotion and give us competition and took all our wrestlers, our I'm young, gonna say, talented.
0: In the Can words I? of SpongeBob SquarePants. No, excuse me. In the words of Mr. Krabs. The money's always right, SpongeBob.
6: Can I chime in for a second, Jimmy? I feel Cody Rhodes knew last year he wasn't winning
1: the title for Roman Reigns. Is that a bold statement, Archie? It's a possibility, but the way you always hear them say, well, we went back and forth, we had to change it on the fly. I, I don't think they were thinking a, shit. I feel, see, I I, I I like where Jimmy's head is because it is a very good fantasy booking thing of this was Triple H's, fuck you to Cody. But we're all forgetting that Vincent Mann showed up at the Hall of Fame sporting a new mustache uh, mm-hmm. on Friday night. And apparently he's back as one of the heads of the company again. So I think this was a man at the last minute going, no, we're not putting it on Cody. It stays on Roman Powell. It's such good shit. And that was the end of it. Well, you said you said
6: fantasy booking. So let's start it off. I gave you, and let's go down the role of how I would fantasy book WrestleMania. How would you fantasy book WrestleMania, Archie? For WrestleMania 40. For 40? For
1: WrestleMania 40. If Roman still has the goddamn title, I would would either build up Braun Breaker or Gunther Mm -hmm. to run through everybody all year long. You let Roman defend the title sparingly here and there so he looks like a chicken champion. You understand that he keeps racking up the days. And finally, when you get to WrestleMania, he fights either uh, either Braun Breaker or Gunther and finally loses. But by then... He'll be at almost 1,700 days. So, of course, they're going to say he'll be at almost 1,400 days. So, of course, they're going to say, well, fuck it. We're going to leave it on him to get it to 1,500. So, it, honestly, truthfully, it's booking yourself in a corner constantly because the more you get closer to the numbers is the more you say, well, hey, he's at it this long, and they're still watching, you know. Jimmy, So, what would you say? What would you?
6: How would you fantasy book WrestleMania? Philadelphia next year.
1: Jimmy. Uh he, Jimmy. Oh, he, he actually hold on. Gotta bring him back in. He conked out. There you yeah, are. Yeah, sorry. Thank you.
5: Uh all right, what was the question? How would I book the WrestleMania question, 40? How would you book
6: WrestleMania 40? You're the booker. Roman Reigns is still the champion. What are you doing?
5: I don't think I want to see Cody uh rematch. I don't think so. Uh you know what? Uh give me real fantasy. Give me Jimmy, anything you want to do, you are the booker. Okay. Give me MJF coming to WWE. He signs that's, the contract.
6: That that is a little that's a little too far fetched.
5: No, I know hear me too-
6: out. Alright, gimme give gimme give your MJF one, but give me someone that who's on the actual roster. Okay,
5: our right, real, real fantasy MJF and he loses to Roman. And let Roman have it for another two thousand. Real talk right now. Uh Gunter. Book Gunter. Uh shoot him to the stars because he had an oppressive triple threat <coughs> like this now. Ooh, excuse he me. was second, God bless you. Uh he was Right second before uh, to be uh, eliminated in the Royal Rumble. And that always means something sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think book him. Braun Breaker, I I can see that right away from next year to book him to win. That's too fast. I think in two, three years I could see uh, Braun Breaker being big. Braun Breaker is going to get a shot.
6: I'm, I'm I'm calling it right now with Braun Breaker. He will have the Intercontinental Champion by SummerSlam. He will have the Intercontinental Championship on him off of Gunter. He's not going to debut tomorrow night on Raw. He's going to debut on SmackDown. So you he
5: Gunter is, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Who is supposed to de- uh Jay Lethal or no, what's his name?
1: Jay Lethal.
5: No, someone's supposed to debut for WWE. I forgot.
1: Don't know what you're talking about.
5: Someone they were saying is supposed to debut uh night after WrestleMania. Some indie guy from New Japan Wrestling. That oh, uh, Dragon oh Jay, White. Jay, White. Jay White. Jay White, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're Jay talking White. about
1: Jay White, but he ain't big enough to fight Roman. No, I
5: don't no. think that's going to be... Uh, uh, th- there's no shock. There's nobody like you said, man, built up that could... they. All right, KO, he beat three times already. Uh Matt Sammy Riddle, Randy
1: Zane. Orton, Sami Zayn.
5: Sami Zayn, that ship sailed. It's done with. They got the tag titles. That was it.
1: Rocky, uh, after
6: he's done, think of an idea of who you think, uh, how you'd fantasy book wrestling. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry.
5: Uh, there There's nobody on this current roster that I could think of, and nobody that serious in NXT either. Uh, my, the only thing i could hope for again i'm going to say cuz i'm a broken fucking record strip the wwe title off of him and you know book uh make uh not Sheamus, uh what call it uh big again uh, and let them have the title have the second best title guys and like are- uh ko sammy uh why am I having a brain fart? What's his name that won the title for 2020? Drew, oh, McIntyre. Drew McIntyre.
1: Thank you. Yeah, but see, there, but by that standard, you paint yourself into the corner because just like in boxing, when you take a title off somebody, when they got to get stripped whatever, now you're a paper champion and someone will always say, Oh, well, you never beat so and so. So now you got to a unification match between those two guys to see if they're going to, if he could actually beat Roman Reigns.
5: I don't know and what Vince McMahon was smoking when I got to make WrestleMania 38 more interesting, so I'm going to put Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and let Roman have both the fucking belts. That's good shit.
1: Yeah, well, go
0: ahead, Rock. It's on you. It's one of two. As crazy as it sounds, I will have Cody win the Rumble again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. oh, my God. All right, all right, main, don't go on. Main event mania, and still continue with that, he's got to finish the story bullshit. Or, as ridiculous as this would sound, you brought back the demon after four years? You know what? Give Finn Balor a shot. Bring the demon out once every three months have him win the rumble as the demon and then have him go to mania he's in finn
6: balor right now is in shitty stable hell that's what i
0: would like to call him shitty stable hell as crazy as it sounds give it a shot look i love ko but ko is just not that guy
6: no he's not that guy. so
0: it would be one of two either you give the demon a shot or fuck it, do Cody and Roman, too.
6: Now, we, we keep forgetting about the lion in the, uh, in the bathroom from The Hangover.
5: Mm-hmm. The tiger.
6: <laughs> the tiger in the bathroom. Is it the worst thing in the world, WrestleMania 40, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns?
0: No. I not. I I think Seth Rollins is gonna honestly be the one an honest prediction. I do feel like it's gonna be Rollins. When? WrestleMania probably next year.
5: Because
6: all right, this is how I this is how I would rank it. This is if if I had to rank do a ranking system, I would probably rank a guy like Randy Orton number one for the main event with roman reigns at wrestlemania 40 then i would put seth rollins number two then my wish okay we'll see how braun breaker does on the main roster number three that would be my ranking of the three superstars oh, yeah. that i think will work wrestlemania 40 with roman reigns
0: i think reality is going to end up being Seth, like, All right. like fantasy booking but if you ask for a prediction, I think it's going to end up being set.
5: All right. I got, yeah. I got I got one more. I got one more. It's very realistic. All right. Put a guy to the company. That was Roman Reigns. Before Roman Reigns was Roman Reigns. Let him beat Ric Flair's uh, record, too, at the same time at WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Just You're give curious? it to fucking
1: John Cena. Let him. I created. Oh, wait, I wait. am
5: Frankenstein's monster. I am the creator. Beat, I'm
1: going but to. But wait him. a minute. Roman Roman beat him already once, and he just lost yeah. the Oathen theory.
5: Yeah, you know what? That's their sale. He's that ship fucking of sale. John, I, 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 I could accept that. Well, I then fuck it. We might that. as well.
1: We, we, might as well raise Macho Man Randy Savage from the grave and let him be. Roman now Christ. that's not realistic,
0: Arch. Okay. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it could be Bret Hart.
1: Yeah, there you go. Right. Put, put miserable Bret Hart against him so he could bitch how he almost injured him 20 times afterward. You know, your friend Seth Rollins injured uh, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs>
6: you know, did, talking about Cena, you brought up a good point about Cena. You see, I... Who deserves I, to beat Roman? But, but, but listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This is how I critique John Cena's career. His starting, his middle, and his kind of right now where he is his transition Hollywood and I kind of compare it to like Hulk Hogan's career in the aspect of okay he started off as the bad guy then he worked his way to the super mega baby face then he was the okay dwindling down super mega baby face we still haven't seen the bad guy heal John
5: Cena yet it's never and I think it's never gonna when John, never well,
6: well, let, let me finish for a second because I'm mind-melting here. If John Cena was to say to himself, you know what, I'm done with Hollywood for a little while, I'm going to be consistent, and I want to work back on the roster for a good two years, three years, and I'm going to turn heel. And I'm going to part-time act and full-time wrestling, if that makes any sense what I just said. And I'm going to be the Hulk Hogan, NWO bad guy now that that was that would be we've never seen john cena as the bad guy now that could whoa do something different that's fresh that's new it's not been seen and maybe a bad guy john cena could be so over that he
0: could beat a guy like roman reigns that's the
6: only way i could see it possibly happening
0: the way jimmy's saying it you know what makes me laugh about john cena he waited till he started balding to grow hair. Right. Good point. <laughs> right. If he still
1: had his head shaved on the side, you wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> like angry. you.
6: Okay. They brought back a joke version of the LWO, but do you think they could reform a new NWO? Real no. talk, Archie.
1: No, I don't think it's been done so many times, but different ways that it would just. But be it hasn't been done now.
6: It hasn't been done in like twenty years.
1: Well, I mean, there's always some form of an LW, NWO. I think Ray bringing back the LWO was strictly to, uh, you know, talk about Eddie, because the last time Eddie was at Mania was WrestleMania, you know, goes Hollywood the last time, and it was just to pay homage. I don't think we'll see that much out of the LWO from here on out, but as far... Well, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be against an NWO, you know, a new NWO, would have Cena or anybody like that as as the leader. But I just think it's been done to death. And even though it hasn't been done in a while, it really wouldn't get the kind of steam we're hoping for. You know what Imagine I mean? Imagine so. if
6: you were to recreate an NWO, which are two big stable members of the old riddled veterans. Now, you put in John Cena and Randy Orton. Now, I can't think of a third. Who, who would the old riddled third
1: veteran be? Triple H, Shawn Michaels. No, 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 you need a young guy. Right. You need a young guy work. to eat. Oh guys from there, guy oh guys from there, their time period? Yeah, C that could still work. Rock punk. Rock. Mm, no, the Rocky. Maybe is Lashley. No, not Rocky. You wanna Brock. hear something? I'm saying Brock Lesnar.
6: Rocky, you just you just grew a really big curveball there. CM Punk and CM Punk and a NWO situation with John Cena and Randy
5: Orton would be pretty intense. All right, I'm going to put my. Do you think it's possible considering Punk is, Punk's AEW contract is uh a little bit weird with the company. Do you have Punk come at Mania Philadelphia and he's Never the happened. one
1: to dethrone Roman Reigns? No. Never I'm happened. currently and wearing
6: a CM Punk shirt by the way right now as we speak. Nice. Nice. No, there. and
1: and the Philadelphia crowd would probably eat Punk alive. Um, no, I think a
0: Philadelphia crowd would lose their shit. He's from Chicago, guys. And anytime <sighs> he's ever been in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, ECW, Anytime, yeah. anytime, anytime he's been in Philadelphia,
1: he's been yelled at. He's been cr- screamed at and thrown at and done. But, I mean, hey, and, and you never can tell in this business. That's the weird part about it. As I get older, I always realize that the saying, never say never in the WWE, only now it hurts my feelings. Yep It's not the same. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for listening to our rants about Roman Reigns keeping the title. Again, I want to thank uh, Nate and Aaron for joining me on the first part of this show where we talked about all things WrestleMania. Guys, before we go, as a whole, give me a uh, from one to ten how you thought WrestleMania was. Jimmy Wayne, from one to ten, how was WrestleMania both nights as a whole?
5: First night, ten. uh, tonight a zero, so give it a five. Okay,
1: Rocky. I agree. All right, a five from Rocky as well, Angelo. Can I give him a uh, quick review? Yeah.
6: Okay. Night one, I thought every match was was very, very, very good. I had no complaints with the Cena Theory match. No, nope. I had no complaints with. Uh, I had no complaints even with the tag team match, the showcase match. I thought right. that was actually a halfway decent match that too. That was
0: fantastic, definitely.
6: I had no complaints with. Uh, uh help me out if I'm forgetting any matches. Uh, that was on. There, Rhea Ripley
5: was, on... was a great match.
1: Ripley stole the
0: damn show.
6: I think it was one of the best women's matches you'll ever see. Yep. The Sami Zayn match stole the show. In my heart, I think that was one of the that, best tag team best matches match. I've ever seen. That was the best match. Period. And what other match am I
1: forgetting, Archie? Uh the, uh, Jimmy, the Miz and uh and that, that Miz and Pat McAfee throw together match. Um oh my God. What else was there? Um, kind of think there was a couple other matches there. Go through the uh, list. I I'd have to find the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> overall,
5: overall, night one was fantastic. Yes. Overall,
6: okay. How am I rating it? Am I rating it from one to ten or one to
1: one nine? to ten? One to ten.
5: One
6: one to ten. I give WrestleMania Night One a strong eight or nine,
0: okay.
6: and I give Rests and I give Night Two. You know the Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns match was great. Yes, but that was the only really good match because I'm going to say something. I think the the Hell in the Cell match was lackluster. Dull. Dull. It was. I mean, Sonny said it best. There was a schoolboy in the match, really? In the Hell yeah. in the Cell?
4: I'm All trying to kill was you. Ridiculous. That was I'm a trying to
6: kill you, but I, I got a Hell in the Cell.
4: So, I need to win. Okay.
6: <laughs> win. Uh, the Asuka versus Bianca Belair <laughs> match was, was terrible. I don't Orangey. know what they were doing throwing that match together. They had no chemistry. None.
1: It was terrible. The women's uh, tag match I mean, was yeah. bad, too. That women's four-way tag match they had was horrible.
6: Right, right. The women's the women's match was like, really? And Ronda Rousey, I was talking about Ronda Rousey. I, she lost everything. She has no fire. Well, she has no juice. The She's she she a of the mill superstar at this point.
1: The reason she didn't get in the match as a whole is because she, got, she is injured, but they still wanted to put her on the show. I don't know why. So that's the, why she Omos, only came in.
6: The Omos versus Brock Lesnar was everything you thought it was going to be a swash match, five it was five minutes and twenty. But Brock seconds. actually
1: made Omos look believable, though. At least he right. made him look right.
6: powerful. Right, right. Uh and then the Shane McMahon blunder was just oh my god. Yeah. That was like really I'm they, curious. I mean what that, were that we're was your big suppli- that was your big surprise for night two. I hate to say it. Nobody gives a shit about Shane
1: McMahon. I said it. Right. I said unless I, he's gonna walk out tomorrow and say he bought WWE. And even then it wouldn't really make anybody go, ooh, you know what I mean?
4: You know, uh,
6: so
1: I I guess what I guess my rating of night
6: what did I say my rating was again? Maybe a solid a eight. A ten of
1: one, an eight for one, oh, not, for
6: one no oh no. I said
1: night solid one eight. was
6: an eight and then night two, I'm gonna say night two was a six, five. Maybe a six, a six because – I guess a six because of the Roman Reigns match. That was the only really good match in Cody Rhodes that I really, like, ooh, compelled me. Right. For the match that, well, like, really – wow. So you give it a seven overall then. So, yeah, I give the I give both nights WrestleMania about a seven, I would
1: give. Artie, I think okay. it was a uh, – On my end, Number night one was fantastic, <clears throat> and the only thing I took out of night two – was the Intercontinental title match, the triple threat between she- uh, Sheamus, Drew, yeah. and Gunter, and the main event, but then the main event had the shitty ending, so uh, I'd, give, I'd give Night 1 a solid 10 all the way around. I enjoyed every match. I had Nothing nothing made me bored or, or disgusted or anything. Night 2, though, it was it was like filler. Everything was a filler match on Monday Night Raw, except for the main event and the Intercontinental title match. I'd give Night 2 uh, a 3. So I'm giving it around a four a four or five total grade, the same way you guys yep, did. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> if this was Night two made this a, a mid-WrestleMania for me, where if they would have stayed on the course of night one, I would have said, wow, this is one of the best WrestleManias we ever had. Just give okay. us the
5: payoff. Give us the payoff. Quick,
1: quick question
6: for everybody. Yes. Starting with Archie, how would yes. you look back at this WrestleMania 10 years
1: from now? Slightly forgettable, wasted opportunity, wasted opportunity. Same way. Remember the, the remember when? Remember when Lex Luger lost to Yokozuna at SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. way.
6: Rocky, how would you remember? How do you think you'll remember this WrestleMania ten years from
0: now? I'm over it right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> A big shit.
6: <laughs> how how I'll, how I'll remember this WrestleMania ten years from now is. I'll say to myself, wow, that Sami Zayn versus the Uso match was one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. And I've been watching wrestling all my life. And the Rhea Ripley was one of the better matches, but the night two was very forgettable. Yeah. Extremely forgettable. You I I think I will look back and I will say, Oh my God, Omar scored Brock Lesnar at that match. Right. Ronda Rousey was in a bullshit tag team match. What the hell was going on that year?
5: You ready for the backfire 10 years from now? Man, mm-hmm. you didn't appreciate Roman Reigns when we were supposed to. I can't stand this Austin Theory. <laughs> I hate Austin Theory. four WrestleMania's in a
1: row. Are you fucking kidding me?
6: <laughs> like, okay, you just said a name, Austin Theory. What's the shot of Austin Theory like getting
5: catapulted, winning the
1: Royal no. Rumble
5: and being the guy?
1: No. Not ready no, yet.
5: No, right, right. Not my, not my WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> not ready yet. Still not too great. Really if you're still making mistakes in matches, you
0: still you can't be a world heavyweight champion. Boys, what oh. I'm going to say is this: my laundry is done, and I'll say good no. night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to. If you smell what the Art is cooking, as always, we will see you next week, and make sure that you tune in to the Nothing But Trouble podcast because this week we're going to be talking about. Uh, what what did we talk about this week on Nothing But Trouble, guys? Uh, uh, oh
3: yeah, well,
1: viewer sh- viewer listeners mailbag. Yes, you guys asked the questions, we gave you the answers. So in mm-hmm. a couple weeks, we're going to be starting our Star Wars uh, uh, two part series. So have a great night, and I'll see you next time on If You Smell. The arch is cooking.